Welcome back to the Attack Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Too Many Cooks, Jay. Joining as always is my co-host, Spoiled Broth, Z. How are you doing today, Z? Good? That's good. Is that, is that how the expression goes? Yeah, Too Many Cooks Will Spoil the Broth. There's Very a whole, good. There's a whole Adult Swim. Have you seen that video? Too I don't many think cooks? so. It's basically like a, like an old 90s sitcom intro where they sing like, Too Many Cooks, and they okay. just keep introducing characters. So there's just too many cooks. There's too many cooks. And then it gets to a point where there's like a murderer going around killing all these guys. Oh, no. It gets dark. And then at one point the woman's hiding, but her name is up on her and it's glowing yellow and the killer finds her. I feel like everyone just says too many cooks and you get it. You get like it. People don't use the like too many chiefs. I don't, I don't think I've ever heard that one. You see too many chiefs, not enough Indians. Probably because okay. it's That's, yeah, not it's really probably PC. problematic now. Yeah. Those... I just, in general, I feel like everyone would just say too many cooks, like you don't need to finish. But there it is. There it is. Learn something new every day. You do. This shows nothing if not immensely educational, so. Yeah. About the insanity of two white guys. That's anyway. right. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, back we always gotta do the insanity rant in mm-hmm. the beginning of the episode. So we watched Doctor Strange last week. Wow. And you know, reactions to it. So overall What a film. It has a seventy four percent around tomatoes I checked today. And it's got the third lowest cinema score, or there's some, there's some site. I don't know what the fucking site's called, but they like score movies on like a letter grading system. And this is one of three Marvel movies to get a B plus. It's this, Thor: The Dark World, and The Eternals. Oh, is B plus low? Yes. For fuck, that's pretty stupid. That's still pretty good though. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like B plus is not awful. So it's among the three lowest Marvel movies with a B plus. Yeah. Okay. I would not give throw the I would not give Eternals B plus. I'd give it like B minus maybe. Um, we did. Or I looked last week and it. I did notice that like it has lower than. I'll bring it up right now, but it has lower than like Spider Man, for example. Yeah, it's got seventy four, which is still pretty good though. <laughs> Seventy over seventy percent. Yeah, and like we Three always fourths. say, Rotten Tomatoes, yada yada. Like you know, that means seventy five percent of people gave it like a fifty or higher. But some of those people are probably like, eh, it's just barely below the threshold kind of deal. So mm-hmm. I, I mean, I if I had to say. I would definitely say I think it's a better standalone film than Spider-Man. Spider-Man. So I agree. I, I guess it seems like we're in the minority on that one. Yeah, I, I see a bunch. I've seen like well, two YouTubers. It's like what is it? It's Cosmonaut Variety Hour, who I think he's kind of a dick sometimes. <laughs> I think he's kind of up his own ass a lot. I watch his videos because he talks about things I like. But I don't think, be starting feuds, Jack. I don't give a fuck. Don't be beefing with bigger content creators. I'll punch. I'll punch way above our weight class. This guy's probably never heard of us. I don't give a shit. Probably. He's got a million subs. Probably not. We don't have, <laughs> no one's watched our YouTube videos, and he has a million subscribers, so he's probably above us. But I don't care. Probably. Shut up. I'll cut out. I'll cut out you repeating probably six times. So it doesn't even matter. He's kind of a dick, I think, about some things. A bit on his own high horse. He's like, yeah, that was, you know, it was kind of uh, whatever. And then I think everyone off his channel, Schaeferillis, who's also got a million subscribers, he was like, Doctor Strange was certainly a film I saw, and I was like, really, dude. That's how you're going to talk about this movie? It's not that bad of a movie, even, like, as a movie. Yeah, I agree. Like, you're kind of kind of overdoing it, I think. I think. I agree. It's just, like, it, I could see, like, you saying it's not, it's nothing exceptional. Like, I don't know if it's, it's definitely not the best Marvel movie, but I don't think it's below average for Marvel movies either. I don't know. Personally. I think it's just fine. I think it's pretty good. I yeah. enjoyed it yeah. immensely. Again, like, you know, this, this my, 90% of our show is, like, are they real movies, even? <laughs> What is the what is their value artistically? What? But like, I mean, you can do that all you want. But if you're gonna be a guy who likes Marvel movies, I don't know why this one would stand out to you as a less than Stella. Marvel movie. Like, yeah, um, seeing it like 
That's like saying like that's certainly a movie we saw. Is how you talk about Eternals, kind of a mess of a movie. This movie, I think it's yeah, I think this is way better coherent. than Eternals. Yes, one hundred percent. I think this is far superior to Eternals. I think this is far superior than Thor. Most of them, most had, of, almost all the origin movies. I gotta say, sure. I was gonna say like, but like Morbius. Well, yeah, it's Venom too. But well, like that, those are movies Morbius that are like, made a more it, billion dollars though. Do you consider that? Doctor Strange could never make a more billion dollars. A more billion? Yeah. Because he's Morbius? Yeah, because they, they made a new number because of how many tickets this movie was going to sell. They had to. Google Plus was not going to cut it. That's right. They had to make a more billion. They had to make a more billion dollars by selling a more billion tickets. Like, those movies are genuinely bad. Like, I like, think this is much better than that. I mean, whatever, though. If that's how they feel. I'm going to say you're wrong. I am. I am 100%. Cool. And I think, I'll say it, I won't say it again. Kind of a Kind of a dick. <laughs> he's kind of a I feel like he's kind of a contrarian just to be a contrarian he literally has a video he has a video about that I didn't watch that. it because I, I was like I haven't either but I did see that one yeah I haven't I didn't watch his review so I don't know what he thought of it but uh, again if you want to be like ah, it's kind of just the generic Marvel like flash substance but like we said I, I think he has like a compelling arc for the most part yeah he realizes I, I think that he, he's better off dead <laughs> I think he has as much of an arc as you can expect most of the time from these movies oh yeah definitely they're usually pretty surface level of like I can believe in myself now and I'm the hero. I sh- I believe more in my beam, my magic right. beam. So I I don't know. I think it's compelling and it fits with him. Uh, Doing a lot of interesting camera work stuff. Like it yeah, like looks we said, good. That's exactly like we said. It's got like it, it's interesting. There's some unique stuff there as far as the direction. And apparently, some people are actually not in favor of that. They think it's too different, which I just cannot can't sympathize with. Yeah, like I feel like as a Marvel fan, like if you really like the Marvel movies and you hate when people are like they're all the same. You this movie is what you want. You want them to look different because then it gives them less credibility against one hundred percent. If you exactly, it'd be so weird. It, yeah, it's crazy to me that there's actually unironically Marvel fans. Who, I mean, whatever. Again, good on you. I guess do whatever you want. But it is weird to have Marvel fans who are like, nah, these movies are good and have value. Also, be the people who are like, yeah, they should all look the same though. It's like so you're doing exactly what people say yeah, about you're, these. You're like playing into their hand. <laughs> but whatever, yeah. do what you want. And there's a uh, your mom. Not, not to harp too much on people who are way more successful than they are. Uh, we are talking about movies. Um, we'll get there one day, folks. Maybe this other channel whose name I don't remember, who don't really care, watching his videos, was talking about like how Marvel's ruining theater screenings or some bullshit I don't care about. And he was like, "Cause there's too, they're just playing it too much. much. They're playing it like seventy times in the Times Square, which you know, seventy is a lot. I can get that or whatever. But my thing is like, is that on them though? I mean, I'm sure part. Okay, I guess part of the argument is that like when you're as big as Marvel, when you're as big as Disney, you can leverage the studios to be like, you're putting this many showings in regardless. So I get that from from some angle, but at the same time, I mean, not that a free market is always perfect, of course, but on some level, that's what's happening here, right? People are going to see that more. Whether you think people should see the Northmen more or not is irrelevant. It's irrelevant because they're not going to. It's yeah. uh, front one. It's R, so you're losing. That's true as well on the jump right there. Yeah, the the two examples he gave that are going right now are Northmen and, and every- everything, which are both definitely good movies. I would definitely say anyone who wants to see him should see. I mean, them. we talked about them. Yeah, we talked about both of them. Um, everything, everything ever once in particular. Great. But yeah, there are. That that immediately is going to mean that there's going to be people who's going to see Doctor Strange who wouldn't see that one. Yeah, and, and one of his points that really bothered me, I didn't watch the whole, I've only, I'm on it, it's a longer video, I'm only like five minutes in, it's like 20 minutes, but one point that kind of irked me, and it was a bit of a, maybe a strawman argument, I, don't, I never know how they classify these arguments, but more of a generalization, I should say, when he was like, it's Doctor Strange 2, are people really selling out for Doctor Strange 2? And I was like, my brother in yes. Christ. Yes, they are. Yeah. It's Marvel Phase 4. We'll, we'll tell you a little bit more. Like, what people thought this movie was, the expectations for this movie, like, like on top of it just being Marvel, like at its 
peak right now? Like, what are you talking about? Are you even paying attention? This movie is the best-selling movie of all, of, like, since the pandemic. Yeah, it's like, it cracked, it's beating the Batman. Did it sniff, like, top 10 openings ever? It, I think it did, yeah. It's like, like, it's, like a, it's like 200 million, I think, or something, or 184 or something. In well, that really, if you really hate the Marvel movies and you think that they're, like, bad and they're dumbing down cinema or whatever, that's fine. Good on you. But, like, you can't blame... Is it re- is like is it really fair to be like Disney is ruining it because they're making popular stuff? Like, like I don't know. That's such like a low level criticism, right? Yeah. That's like just your most generic like hipster. It's popular bullshit. So I hate, like, I, yeah, exactly. Right. Now I don't even know if that's what hipsters really are, but that's like the stereotype, right? That's what the boomers think. That's exactly. It's like, haha, this is popular, so it's bad. It's like, listen, dude. If everyone likes to see it, maybe they just like to see it. Like, maybe you're the problem. Unless you're, unless there's some grand cabal where I mean, I guess maybe. <laughs> people believe but like marvel disney whatever has brainwashed us all into liking the movies even though we shouldn't or whatever like i don't know at some point you just have to accept man they're just popular because people like popular things like yes there is very there's something very real to the whole like lowest common denominator thing they're very easy to watch and so people like watching them yeah and they appeal to, to act a like wide the, audience. yeah to act like the only thing keeping down movies like the, the northman is some studio interface this grand like disney stealing all the theaters when like it, yeah you just got to accept at some point, one of them has more mass appeal, for better or worse. And we talked about, we watched The Northman, we liked it. There are some problems that make, I can see that make the movie not great, very, that movie not very enjoyable. Yeah, and I, and that's not even that un, unpopular. There, yeah. I saw there is some people who have problems with that movie, like people who are fans of his and everything. But that's, not, it's whatever. It's neither here nor there. Yeah, the so point is just, yeah, there's a reason they're popular. They're always going to be popular. And, and again, like we always say, people make a big deal about how uh, Marvel or Star Wars or whoever is ruining, of the particular moment, is ruining cinema. This is what cinema has always been and always will be. Like the Western. The Western. Exactly. The mob movie. The superhero movies are just the latest trend. Exactly. To act like cinema hasn't always, literally since its inception, been like mostly crowd-pleasing because, because that's how things are successful, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know, it's just, it feels not so even, obvious on some level. Not like, even cinema, just, like, plays. Media. Yeah. Media. Because the only way for you to make money off it is if a lot of people enjoy it. Not that there's all, not always been, like, fringe stuff, but just in general, to act like cinema has not always been populated by popular crowd-pleasing movies, whatever the, yeah, particular genre of the, the era was, that's what they've always been about. And people of every era have looked down upon them. Exactly. And, like, some of the movies that we think of as, like, oh, those are classics of their day, were just that. Yeah. Right at the time, they were just generic, like Jurassic Park, any sure. of the Rambo movie, any movie from every action movie from nineteen eighty. Those classic movies, like exactly. I was thinking even longer. Like I don't know what, like what did people was you know shit. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. Was that an instant classic, or was that just like a movie that came out and now over time we've been like, man, that's pretty good. Or Citizen Kane. I don't know about Citizen Kane. I really don't know, but I'm just we're just spitballing here. Spitballing. The point is, people they've always been doing this. So that was our just a little <laughs> we hate people rant. We love doing those. We're right, and they're all wrong. <laughs> We only have what ten listeners total. One, some in Russia though. The, the Russians are still listening. Whoever's in still. Russia, still, still, we've got one down in Russia. Get, they're getting past the firewall. Shout out the... to you, Russian, if you're listening. The tariffs. Yeah. I, God, Godspeed, Russians. I don't agree with your government. But I don't agree, but thanks you're, for listening. You're just, unless you're unless you're hyping the Kremlin, then do something about it, don't you? Oh my gosh, what what if the one listener? What if Putin's Putin? listening? <laughs> so these guys are pretty cool. But uh, no, I think the main thing to talk about this movie uh, internally is expectations because i think the placement of this movie kind of set people up for their own disappointment because they expected way too much because originally in the pre-covid phase for a lineup this comes this was supposed to come right after wandavision so you'd watch wandavision then you would go right into doctor strange because as you would because this movie is 
basically a direct continuation of Wanda's story from there. Mm-hmm. You like have to watch WandaVision or you're going to be lost. You're, right. you're like, why is Wanda evil? Because her, she is, again, the main villain and her motivations entirely stem from that. And being a single mom because they couldn't get Paul Bentley for the movie. <laughs> so the plot would not be moving at all without her. Yeah. And currently, obviously, this came right after Spider-Man, which Doctor Strange was in. So I think a lot of people, I mean, even people I know, were like... Like really, us. Like us. We're like, so this is just going to be Spider-Man again? It's going to be him continuing with Spider-Man. Not at all. Well, we didn't necessarily expect Spider-Man to be in it. Yeah, but we but definitely thought that was going to be... The driving force. Mordo was going to find him and... But very much wasn't. People thought it was going to be, we thought it was going to be chock full of cameos. That was one of our worries. I remember, of course, listening yeah. to these episodes all at once every week to catch up to the new one. So you would know this. <laughs> yeah, we thought there would be more. But like, we were pleasantly surprised, I think, by how Restrained focused it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like, again, that's kind of feeds into some of the negative stereotypes about these movies. Of like, yeah, it does feel like some people really did just want a bunch of cameos for cameo's sake because they're cool to see. And they are. Yeah. We like them too. Obviously, but I think I I feel that they had a good level with this one. And like we talked about last week, they kept it pretty focused to the actual, to the plot. Like they all made sense within the film. Mm-hmm. There wasn't just a bunch of people showing up for their own but sake. Like, whoa, Doctor Strange, it's me, Blanco. They didn't do a bunch yeah, of Blancos. Exactly. It was literally just the, and like we said, it's literally just the one. And that, that's kind of the other thing is people were expecting more universes and stuff when really they went to the, really the one largely. Yeah. And that's where all the cameos were in one room basically. And that was it. And they went to the second, they only went to two. They went to the, 838 and they went to the evil one the yeah that's broken one. but that's even that was just like barely anything yeah that one was already kind of broken mm-hmm. so like i don't know that that's still a lot more cameos than you would expect from anything else but it's just we're in this whole multiverse phase right now and we're there everything is dealing with the, these these ideas right you know so I, I, on some level i get it but i don't really think that's a genuine criticism i guess yeah because like you got to tell a story at the end of the day mm-hmm. like i I do understand where a movie build as the multiverse of madness, you go, well, there's going to be a lot of multiverse. And there was, but I think it just has to address it. Like, it was a central plot point of jumping around the multiverse. So I think it, it did it, but I can definitely see from that extent, people were like, well, I kind of expected a little bit more madness in my multiverse. Yeah. Um, really just want to going crazy and strange, uh, breaking all the rules. I have, I don't know, should we talk, I think we talked a little bit off pod, but like kind of criticisms we had, I don't know if we addressed this last week because i haven't got a chance to re-listen to that episode but you were editing so did we get a lot into criticisms or kind of like things we didn't love that i remember we, I, think you we, want, I think we covered most most went through i don't know what, what did you have i think what we like the america chavez thing we were just talking about before off pod just like i uh, just uh, okay so basically i went off pod here and i was talking to some people that i know about it not what they thought and a point that's brought up is just that how does where does America Chavez live? Like, where did she start? Because she says in the movie that she doesn't exist in any universe because she has no dreams. And then she, but she steps in that memory box and she is shown to live somewhere. That's her memories from her initial one, right? It seems to, the, I guess the idea is that there's only one of her for whatever right. reason. I, so she did, or you know, she originated from a universe, hers. but that's the only one that has any version of her for whatever reason. And like, I didn't really think of it until you you kind of brought it up. But yeah, like we don't. There's just not a ton about her period like yeah. why what why is she have this power are, yeah because it it's because it's only because they mention it once or twice i think either defender strange does or wanda does i want definitely does that she's like not really a person that she's just like a being of energy like she's just like more than that because she has so much power she's like another thing basically i think they mention because she can be used obviously she's still a person because doctor is like hey wanda that's not cool but i think that kind of 
plays into it a little bit because it just feels like why why do why like why in the infinite multiverse is she the only one? You know what yeah. I mean? Like she really, but like we we did say this last week is ultimately it's not about her. Obviously, yeah, just a vehicle um, for the plot yeah. to occur, which is fine. I think like you're gonna need characters like that in any story. And like she has a little bit, we said she she's got kind of a basic, more surface level plot or arc, whatever. But she has the whole like you know I believe in myself now kind of thing. Which yeah, I mean it's not profound, but that is what it is. Good enough. And surely her character will be fleshed out later on. But you can only fit so much into this this one movie, right? We introduced her, but we are more focused on wrapping up like more complete storylines for you know Doctor Strange, the main character, ostensibly, and Wanda. And Wanda. Maybe Wong a little bit on the way. Sure. Wong doesn't do much, if we're being honest. Yeah, no, he doesn't. He hangs out. But that's all he really needs to do. Mm-hmm. He's good enough on his own. Yeah. Another thing about America that I just remembered is that why didn't she why did she stick around? Why didn't she go find her moms? I I think it's because she couldn't. Like that that was the whole point, right? That's why she's jumping from university. Well, to why work. didn't she do it at the end though? She's getting lucky. Why did she stick around with the like when she, why did she why did she just go, I guess I'll just train here in this universe? I think because she needs she's hoping that they will like go hand in hand. I'll just make her strong enough. Yeah. Okay. And that she will sense. she will be more focused and able to do it. Doesn't she say something to that effect? I don't remember. And Doctor Strange is like, yeah, she's a little too anxious, but she's she'll get there kind of thing. I thought Wong she, does. They say something. Well, I, I, th- I know she's like trying to do yeah. the circle, and she's like, ah, oh, she's so impatient. And Wong's like, oh, bloody, you were doing that too. Yeah, fella. exactly, exactly. So I I think that's the idea. Is like she's working on it, and she'll she'll get there sooner or later. Because you know she has the moment at the end, but I don't think she has complete like perfect total control. Perfect control. She's and there. and also it's like. You know, she she has no way of knowing where they went either, so it's gonna take some some legwork to to get there. I would assume. Yes, it's, that's fair. Yeah, I will say something that's a bad reaction that happens every time one of these movies comes out is that they're being mean to her actress for a reason. <sighs> Actually, this this is what you hate to see. God, this this is a good one. They're being mean to her. Some people are being mean to her because she's an actress of color, right? Right. Like, just, like white supremacist type. Oh, Jesus. Racist assholes. There was also people being shitty to her because they think America Chavez should be Afro-Latino and not just Latino, Latino. I guess. So there was other people of color being like, you're not you're not black enough, <laughs> and that's why we're mad. Just a shit show. Why? Just no reason. Why do they care so much? Because that's, that's what they think she's in the comics, or maybe that's what she is in the comics. I don't even know. But Why does it matter? Like we always say, like you're never going to get perfect comic book casting in a, yeah. in a person in real life. I got but, an actress. I don't know. Yeah, she did a good enough job. She's a good age for it. And she's she did good in it. Like she's I don't know. People are shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, she's like, she's like sixteen, man. Just let her be, man. Play off, Leave man. her alone. I saw her dancing with her stunt person or sta- her standard, her stunt double, her standard, both of them maybe on TikTok. So that was fun. That's fun. It was her and her. I think it was her and her standing, and then Wanda's stunt double. You know what it was? It was a scene where um they're at the Book of Vishanti, and then there's like the floating door. And so the two of them are standing on like the platform where the book was, and then like Wanda's behind them in the background <laughs> of the door. It's good stuff. So that's nice. That's yeah, fun. Don't be dicks, people. Leave them alone. Just leave her alone. She didn't write the damn movie. She didn't get cast. They've cast her. She just needed a job. You gonna take? What? She she should have turned it down. Should she? You're not turning it down. Not gonna turn down the Marvel movie. Yeah, we make a more billion dollars. Come on. She can ride this gravy train till she's thirty if she wants. Forty even. For all we know, it'll keep going forever. She's all all time. her life. They've that's said- right. Kevin Feige's got his lifelong contracts lined up for these child They probably actors. got in while she was still cheap, and they probably signed her to 12 movies <laughs> if they want. They went, here, we'll give you a half a ham sandwich per movie. And she went, oh, really? And so people are shitty, as always, in these movies, and yeah. YouTubers who are bigger than us are lesser than us, because we're fringe, maybe? People probably people probably are getting mad at Wanda for being evil. Because she's a woman. Because like, they can't, woman. people can't separate 
characters in in film from actors. the actors. Those like, villain, why'd you do this? Why could <laughs> you, but also, why'd why? you kill those people? Why'd you right. spaghetti John Krasinski like so that? So on a lighter note, there's a couple of things I wanted to talk about. Okay. One, is that you ready for this one? I saw I'm this today. Ready. What's uh, up? Lay Elizabeth Olsen claims that she's never met John Krasinski. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. And I saw someone put her up to a lie detector test to made her say it, and she said that she's never met him. Well, those lie detectors don't work, so. Um, it was for Vanity Fair is what it was. Oh, they I've... put her on a lie detector. That's fun. Have you seen that? I've seen I've seen the thumbnail. I know I've I know about the, their style of video. As I said last week, every interview's giving now. <laughs> uh, so they've literally put her up to a polygraph. But she said, "I don't know him. Uh, I would never assume that an actor would be the smartest man alive." <laughs> I don't know what that clearly is like a reference to him being. Oh, she. So they asked her if she, if he's the smartest man on earth, and she said, "I would never assume an actor would be the smartest." Man. They asked her if she didn't know Krasinski. She said, "I don't think so. No, I've never met him. I've never met him. I've never met that man. I've met his wife." <laughs> Met his wife. Which, weird, right? Weird. Because she killed him. She killed that. It well, says, um, Olsen did not meet a single one of the actors who she, appeared as cameos during the Illuminati sequence. Oh, well, they really did the Marvel thing. We're like, we even came and tell our actors using this. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> I mean, like, we, I think we, do. did we try to tamp down some of that of like, oh, come on, guys. The movies are the movie. Because people were complaining that, um, like, oh, these Marvel movies and their process, it's too, it's too, like, separate at this point. Which, you know, there's probably some truth to that. And, like, the whole, like, they didn't even give Sam Raimi the whole picture while he was making it. But that is kind of that to the extreme, isn't it? Yeah. That, like, that whole sequence, they was f- totally just filmed separately. They yeah. were just acting at nothing against each other. Oh, like, yeah. That's definitely a little impersonal. Yeah. Just but. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> but I do think that's funny, isn't it? Oh, yeah. That she literally yeah. wasn't, they weren't there. Never met him. Like, it makes me wonder, like, do they tell them? Is she, are they just like, all right, you're not, t- you're talking to a group of individuals. Like, do they even bother telling, like, explaining to her, like, it's going to be Mr. Fantastic and Black Bolt, Black Bolt and Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel or Captain Carter, but it's her and then Captain Marvel, but it's not, it's not Brie though. It's, it's a woman, Lashana Lynch, yeah. an actor who He's you never, weren't in the movie with. Yeah. You may be. Or do met. they just, is just, they say, uh, it's just a group of people. We won't tell you because you don't care and we don't need it's to, less people who know is probably better because we're trying to preserve the secret but it's like yeah that is kind of a weird way to be making a movie i i, I mm. can definitely see that of like that's that's weird and impersonal and like kind of kind of funky but i know uh, i saw a quote today elizabeth Olsen was like i don't like people make see the marvel movies are bad because a lot of people work all the crew works real hard on this and they do good work say whatever you want about the actors because you know whatever but i get mad those they work hard on those costumes and they look real good and i was like Good on you, Elizabeth. That's Olsen. always a great point about anything. Even the stuff we make fun of that applies to as well. People it's are like, trying. Yeah, people try. Someone's someone's working on it. The boom mic guy's trying his best out there. He's it's, not trying to make it bad. It's easy to be like, hey, you know, Joe Blow Paramount Plus or like, you know, Mr. Walt Disney. <laughs> you really you really whiffed this one. But yeah, at the end of the day, it's like, well, those there's a, a million people who worked on that and, and tried hard and, and put some amount of creative energy into like making a thing. So you always got to give them that at least. And the same thing applies there. Like, you can't tell me that every, like, step of the ladder, right? If you want to say that overall, as a product, the Marvel movies are pretty, like, sanitized, like, corporate, you know, schlock, schlock, fine. I I can see where you're coming from on some level. But to act like every person at every level, right, on every every step of that was just phoning it in is probably not, not even probably, it's not. Definitely unfair. Because the makeup artist, what do they got phoning in for? Exactly. The... Like, the composers and stuff. Like, people are putting in genuine art into this, so good on them. God bless them. The other just kind of fun, quirky thing I want to talk about was, like, so now that we know that um, apparently every time you dream in the MCU, oh, yeah. um, it means that you're actually experiencing a different 
Infinite multiverse. One of your lives from the infinite multiverses. People have been combing through every time everyone mentions a dream in the MCU to, to determine it. So, like, one of the examples is Infinity War, right? When Tony's like, hey, are you pregnant? Because I had a dream that you were pregnant, and we named him we named him Morgan after your uncle. And she's like, no, I'm not pregnant. Well, he has, like, he has a dream that they had a kid, and he made me, it made him wonder, right? She's like, no, nah, not really. But so people are like, ah, that is an alternate universe. Where they did have a, a son named Morgan that they named after her uncle instead of a daughter. That was born, like, you know, a couple years before the other one. Mm-hmm. People pointed out the the dreams that Tony has, right? Where he's, like, waking up and is like, ooh, Thanos. Thanos. Like, that just means there's a bunch of universes, probably, where Thanos won. Just killed him. But Same with... He's like, what's strange when he's like, the 14 million. Mm-hmm. I, I noticed, we didn't mention it, but um, that line from the trailer isn't in the movie. You notice that? From the Doctor Strange trailer when he's like, every night I have the same dream. And then I wake up and the nightmare begins or whatever. Yeah, I do remember that. That's not actually in there. Anymore. I thought he said he, I thought he was, I thought part of it was, I thought he said every night I have the same dream. Does he? I thought he did. I don't, I feel like that, the line about it being, he wakes up in the nightmare. Maybe the nightmare part isn't it. But you know what makes me, I didn't mention this, I don't think last week, but it got me thinking when they were talking about like, oh yeah, strange, like you want to do everything yourself and when you usually die, you die a lot. So I was thinking of like, in the 14 million, was he just crossing all the ones off where he doesn't come back? Where he's like, well, I also want to survive. So let's make it so I survive, but everyone, but the most number of people who survive, and I'm also part of the group. <laughs> so I'm like, there's probably, there's probably a good number where he is just killed. Like in the Battle of Time, he's killed in the snap or killed like for real. It really does, like the, the multiverse stuff that they've been running with lately does, it really does throw that whole thing into question, doesn't it? Yeah. Because what he's doing is he's not looking at other universes. He's looking, looking at other time. Yeah, timelines, which are, in theory, different. Ye- probably, right? Maybe. Unless, but some of the stuff seems to just that each timeline is a different universe. Like with a TVA. It branches, yeah. So, but it could have just been like, those 14 million potentialities or whatever were obviously limited to the stuff that they had on hand. Like, it, it was still specific to their universe. There's some, at least on some level. Yeah. Because we saw, you know, obviously in this one, in, in 838, a different universe with a different group of heroes who had a different result, where they also beat Thanos, right? Mm. So it's clearly not that impossible. It's not like there's literally one universe and ever. And they use that book. But, you know, what was going on there is that, okay, in the in the timeline that we have with the you know group of heroes and all the, the stuff at our disposal... There's only one way that they were going to do it, I guess, mm. is the idea, maybe. With the split up like that? Because probably in that universe, there was no Avengers that broke up. Yeah. There's it, probably any number of universes. Illuminati and... and again, there's probably no universe. There's probably no other. Well, I mean, infinite, so whatever, but blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, that has the exact same composition of Avengers, right? I'm sure there's always some different members, or you show up in their costumes are slightly different. Just so you know. You know, that's a comic thing, right? Everyone's switch. Everyone's gender swap. Oh, of course. That's they a classic doing universe. That. That's an easy one. Like I like I said last week, they they go to one and it's but the Nazis won. Oh no! Oh no! What if all the heroes are Nazis? Oh god! Or we're just all evil for whatever reason. The classic Earth. What if two? The, what if? Yeah, I think that's two. What if the heroes are villains and the villains are heroes? Oh my god! Joker's the main hero. Oh, oh no! What if Superman is Ultraman? He killed JFK. Oh gosh! Owl Man. Oh no! Why was he an owl? The natural enemy of bats. The bats. The slowest. I was definitely in bats. In that Guardians movie, the Guardians, the, the, the Legends of the Guardians, the Owls of Gahul. Oh, the, you know Zack Snyder directed that movie. He did. And then he was like, "I make art." <laughs> you made Guardians of Gahul, my brother. <laughs> but in that, the the a lot of the times the bats are fighting the owls. So. I've not seen that. They wrote there's like a hundred books of that. Hundred. There's a bunch. There's right? a lot. There's always in my library. I was with the covers like these covers are neat. 
never read them. Anyway, got much sales. I think we kind of covered. I was trying to come, I was trying to find a, a couple of uh, dreams. Does Steve Rogers have dreams sometimes? He definitely dreams about like. Well, I don't know. It's always it's tough to distinguish just in my vague memory here between daydreams and Dream sleepy dreams. dreams. Sleepy yeah. dreams. <laughs> but do daydreams count? I don't think so. I, see no, I don't think so either. Because you're just awake for that. I, I feel like a lot of the dreams count as well. You remember in Captain Marvel, she has dreams. But well, just the events of But her it's life. the past. It's her life. Uh, is that a different she, universe or is that just her life? Maybe she's a universe that's pretty much the same because that's most of them, I think. <laughs> True. Probably. So it's good enough. It's not literally... She's, she's technically seeing a different version of her life, but it's close enough that it gets the point. Her hair is like a centimeter difference. <laughs> like, it's just barely longer. She's like, that's the one difference in that just entire a universe. slightly off shade of color. Her shoes are different. Yeah. She's wearing different she's shoes. She's wearing clown shoes. <laughs> but yeah, I... Yeah. She's, she's got one crab arm in that one. I do think it was a bit of an excessive, silly kind of detail. I don't dream. All right, Chavez. Let's. I never dream. Because we know what dreams are. You don't need to. We have a pretty good idea that dreams are, you know, it's your unconscious mind and everything. Like, yeah. we, we get it. We get it. There's no multiple I know dreams. Yeah, come on. It's all. It's your subconscious and everything. We get it. Like, your, your, your fears and your whatnot. Your anxieties about life. We don't need we don't need to explain multiverse with that. Yeah, that's, that's simple enough. I thought that was a bit maybe maybe going a bit far. But uh, talking for dreams. Doesn't Black Widow dream about her time? Do the does the Scarlet Witch mind control count as dreams? Well, that's what I was thinking. Like the deck that because when you said Captain America, he has the the, dream. the vision of like the war's over, but I'm sad about it because all I know is conflict. All I know is war. He's a real master chief in <laughs> that really way. Is. But yeah, I wasn't. I was trying not to count those. Those are daydreams, I think. Thor has dreams of Surtur destroying Asgard. He has dreams of Ragnarok and Ragnarok, remember? Right. Is that, I mean, that happens. So was that a vision? Maybe you're seeing was other it a different universe. Surely there's a bunch of universes where, where Ragnarok happens because Infinity. <laughs> no, that works, the Infinity War. I just thought that was a fun experience. We don't need to just run through them all. Those are fun. Most of them are pretty innocuous. What if there's a, a, any like real weird ones where it's like, oh, that happened? But I can't, I cannot think of any. I don't think Yeah, I can think of any either. So we'll probably. Move on. Yep. All that take out of that. And to something much less fun. Episode 7 and episode 8 of Halo. Uh, we didn't talk about it last week because we had so much other shit to talk about. Uh, Zach didn't even watch it this week. Couldn't bring myself to do it. I watched it. I really thought you were going to watch episode 8, truthfully. You didn't watch 7. I watched them both. I, I it was horrible. Uh, it's... I got the gist. So I, I read about. I read up on the, the happenings and the, the memes. So I got memes. I brought memes for you. That was, that's going to be my contribution. Oh, one. good. Thank God. I should start bringing memes. It's more than I usually bring. So yeah, it's... Okay, so episode seven was a, an entirely a Quan episode. It's so bad. She doesn't do... She's magic, no, maybe? Master Chief is there as a vision of hers, correct? She has to beat Master Chief because she has to beat the man. Does she? Yeah. That seems unbelievable. The witches believe... She, the Fremen believe her. They go, there's a part where they like, she like has fire in her hand and she tips her hand over and it becomes water and then she drinks it and has a vision of Master Chief. So how many, how many elites are in that one? How many Covenant? Well, so Zero. We'll, we'll break down the numbers for me of, of boots, okay. elites, uh, jackals, grunts, you know, maybe hunters. Was there any hunters? In this? <sighs> no. Zero. Zero's oh. across the board. Well, across the board. A big fucking goose Oh, egg. gosh. A single right. Covenant. Man. Well, there's some Marines at least milling about. Not in Quan's hmm. episode. Hmm. Hmm. They just Was drove- there any Covenant or UNSC v- vehicles, maybe? For- no, uh, mm. the, the evil Baron Man mm-hmm. just drove like an SUV. <laughs> like a black F- SUV. You get, like- Man, wow. So an entire episode of the Halo show with no discernible Halo elements. And not even, even a, a Chevy Tahoe. That's crazy. Not even the most iconic of Halo vehicles. The 2001 <laughs> Chevy Tahoe. A 500-year-old vehicle. Uh, a basically a horse-drawn carriage. 
So do you think that's going to come into play? Like, is she going to show up in as like a... What, what does she decide at the end of this episode? That she's... Okay, so basically she finds out that she, her ancestors found the secret rock of power or some bullshit. Cool. And they're cool. like, we have to protect Madrigal because it's important. Cool. And then her dad becomes a force ghost and is like, hey, Quan. He's my, there? He's there as a force ghost, oh. essentially. Her whole ancestor, she's like, ancestors. And she's like, grandma, dad. She gives her dad a, f- a hug and he's oh. like, Quan, you're a protector. Whatever the fuck that means. Mm-hmm. And she's magic, I think. Is it like a forerunner thing? I don't know. Okay. It's like, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Madrigal got glass. It's like, I want to get glass, but it's still around. It's still around. And here's the uh, an awful part. Um, there's In the beginning of the episode, I fucking I will when I when I say I watched this episode I played Lego Star Wars as I played Good. it next to me and on my desk. So that's all it deserves. That's all it deserves, and even that's a little too much because I had to pause, I had to stop playing to watch so I actually got something. But there's a part in the beginning where it like cuts to before the Covenant attack and they're all sitting down eating, and then this like new soldier joins and like ah new guy sit with Quan, and then Quan's like does some trick with fire that I think foreshadows her space magic. I don't fucking care. And she's like, why are you fighting? He's like, for freedom of Madrigal. And she's like, what do you even do? He goes, I mine. She's like, so if we win, you just go back to the mines? <laughs> and she's like, so you're fighting for nothing. And he's like, what? And her dad's like, Quan, what the fuck are you doing? She goes, what is it? She's, this is the line she says. She goes, if you're going to feed your soldier's father, you shouldn't feed them lies. <laughs> and then walks away. Great. And her dad's like, what? And I was like, why is this? Why are you undermining your father to his troops? No wonder the generals don't want to fight for you. You're a prick. You're like a. That's really been her thing all, from day one, though. She's just kind of a jerk to everyone. So, yeah. like, no wonder. And then we have a plot with Sarkin. Is that his name? Sauron? Whatever the fuck. Sauron. The great <laughs> e- that evil lord Sauron. Where he's on his thing and he's like, yeah, I escaped. And, you know, I, I beat up a bunch of them. He's like embellishing a story because he didn't want to tell him that girl beat the shit out of him in the desert. Uh, him a former fucking spartan but whatever and then this guy's like you bitch and he gets all drunk he's like you that girl escaped and you let her go and you didn't get your money and blah, 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 blah. And he's like "Ooh, you know i didn't appreciate you enough and then the guy's like yeah man sorry i was drunk let's go do this big score and they do this big score on a unfc ship really they just do a, like a heist they do a heist in the middle of the episode in like 10 minutes and then at the end he crushes his foot with a forklift and is like don't you ever say that to me again. I'll kill you. Cool. And then he goes to his wife. and He, and his he leaves, wife. right? I did see this clip. He goes he's back. Like, he's like, I hope I never meet you again, Quan. See ya. And then his wife's like, ah, but meet her again, though. He, she's a kid out there in the world. And he's like, ah, I guess I promised John. And then he leaves again to go, yeah. Oh, good Lord. And then he goes, I promised John I'd keep you safe. That's the third time he said that line. John, that guy who almost got me killed, and didn't that guy who that guy who really did almost nothing for me? Who looks he, honestly? I gotta say, the more I look at John's actor's face, the less I want to. <laughs> I go, you're not. <laughs> put your helmet. I've back seen on. far more of it than I should. He's not in his armor on base. Not even on he's base. He's wearing his fucking even... wetsuit. Like he's well, gonna yeah. go snorkeling. <laughs> we said this, like even in the episode where they're on, they're like on mission. They take their helmets they're, they're off. Their, like leave your helmets on then. You're, you're on a normal cold. soldier. They yell at you if you take your helmet off ever. Don't that's take your helmets off. That's not safe. You get shot, my man. You're in a war zone. You're like an active combat. Uh, that's really the biggest thing about this show, more than anything, is that they have done ze- like literally zero to convey to anyone watching that like at any given moment, millions of humans are being killed in a, in a losing war. Well, so that's uh, so. I'm so glad you brought that up because I'm not gonna talk about fucking episode seven. The episode's bad. Don't fucking watch it. Quan is an awful storyline. She's a terrible character. Why is she in the show? Episode eight. 
So we get back to our, our, our boys in blue. God bless them. I'm saluting the flag right now. I'm standing up. <laughs> Listeners, you can't see me. I'm standing up. I'm saluting the flag. I'm going, God bless them. Oh, there he is. Salute to him. <laughs> Where is it? Oh, there he is. Yeah. Master Chief. There's a little statue of Master Chief up in, Much respect in for Zach's a, trash for corner <laughs> of trash and knickknacks. Uh, hey, the, come on. Record around. Uh, anyway, I'm still standing. I'm going to stand for the rest of the episode, <laughs> listeners. Saluting. For respect That's for canon. the UNSC. That's canon, yes. If you if you if you run the wiki, listeners, in the future, God. update the canon for the entirety of episode, what are we at, 48? Yeah. yeah 48. That stood in respect for I stood for the, for the entire Halo segment. <laughs> for the United Nations <laughs> Space Command. The the basic space uh, mercantilism. For those brave soldiers who, oh, what is, what is Master, what does Lord Hood say at the end of Halo 3? Find the Halo in the war. For those brave souls who went into that howling night and did not return or whatever. You get the gist of I it. I stood for them. I'm, I'm going to do a 21 gun salute once we finish recording <laughs> for our fallen soldiers. But anyway, back off my psychotic ramblings. Uh, episode 8 starts. And John and the Covenant Land take a walk in the park, and they talk about life, I think. And then she gets spooked by a dog, and her laser knife comes out of her finger. And the lady goes, sorry, she likes people. What? That dog just barked at her. What do you, what, what kind of line is that? She could smell the alien on her. Yeah, I guess. And her, and she didn't see the, and the woman didn't see the laser knife come out of her finger, but whatever. And a part that really makes me fucking mad, I literally had to pause the episode and be like, what's happening? Is that... Matt, they like they get a, a a transmission from a glassed planet. This planet is literally molten, like it's fucked. That's what glassing is. They, exactly, That's what they're about. And they're like, and it's like, oh, help! Nobody, there's millions of people dead. Billions die in this planet. Every soul on this every planet's soul dead. is dead. This this reduced to rubble. They're like, turn off the feed. I don't want to watch this. The Captain Man who fucked Doctor Keys, Keys, whatever his name is. I don't okay, Captain shit. Keys. Master Chief's like, we gotta take the fight to them. Is this when they decide they need to get the Halo in the war? Yeah, we go out to the fight to them. We have to unite as humanity. I'm like, did you just fucking do the point of Halo in the second last episode when there's been no combat? Y'all should have been united like two decades ago when the war started. <laughs> exactly. The this, war's been going on for we, like 26 we've years. We've been at this saying point. <laughs> on the show the whole point of Halo is that they put aside their differences and fight the the zealots, the alien zealots from another world. It's like they just. I feel like really this universe, this version of it. The war hasn't been going on for two decades or something. It's been like 20 minutes. But they're still old, so I don't know what to believe. Because Master Chief isn't old, like, and he's not old, old, but he's older than 16. His nose is a bit right? askew. If the, yeah, if if the war was only had only been going on for five years, he should still be a much younger man. He's about the right age to have been fighting in this war for, like, 25 years since he was a teenager. So, like... Yeah, they're losing. We always said at this point in the timeline, right? The, humanity's on its last legs. They're they're about to find Reach and, Earth. and the Earth, and that's it. Unless we can, unless until we do their like civil war, right? That's how. That's the only way humanity pulls through is Halo Two happens, and God, the people are like, "Fuck, this I'll, religion was fake." God bless. God bless Halo Two. I'm standing for <laughs> Halo Two now as well. I got two hands saluting one for Halo Two, one for the fallen soldiers. The Arbiter's like, "Hey, what if the we Arbiter. weren't? What if we weren't extremists?" And they're like, like maybe our religious zealotry has taken has gone too far and like tolerance, guys. And they're like, fuck, whoa, go, whoa, tolerance is crazy. We're grunts. We won't show up in the Halo show though. <laughs> they're like, man, this man, you you really shown us a different path, Arbiter. Thanks, like, Master Chief. That doesn't work if there's just, no Arbiter. Like they seem to be doing fine. They do not show enough. And I guess it's good that it, they showed at least once. Like, oh, this whole planet's dead. But the problem is that hun- that's happened to hundreds of planets at this point. Oh yeah. Especially the Madrigal. Second yeah. of all, Madrigal. <laughs> they are knocking on Reach's door, right? We haven't seen it, because why would they show it? But in in the main timeline, 
canon continuity, right? There's this battle of Sigma Octanus where Captain Keys does a really, really sick maneuver. He's, he's like a real fucking savage about it. Because I think I've mentioned on the show, in the lore, it's like, all right, humans don't even want to face a Covenant ship unless they have three to one odds. But it's like the scenario where Keys is the only one in, in system that can get there even close to enough in time. So he's the only one. They have one ship and he's like, we're taking them on anyways. And he takes them on with three to one odds and like blows up a couple of them because he like jukes them and like does this thing where the he gets them to shoot a torpedo at him. But then he does, you know, a classic like video game move of like, oh, if I get behind them, though, but then the torpedo will hit them and not me and like yeah, all this kind of shit. Right. And then when but when they do it, they're not quick enough because the, the Covenant get the location of reach. Right. And then that's what happened. I mean. This one, it seems like it's just going to be because he told his girlfriend or whatever, but... <laughs> yeah. But, like, yeah, they're on their last legs at the point, which the, the show is not conveyed very well because they're all just milling about on Reach at all hours of the day, right? Yeah. Master Chief has not done any missions. They haven't been using them in missions. The Spartans have done nothing all show, basically. They've just been when you get out. Right, yeah, when you get right down there, to it. There is one good thing that comes from that scene, though, is that they mentioned the... What's the... the Bechtel? What's the protocol they the use? The Cole protocol? They, yeah, because they're the one general who hates Halsey. Is like we gotta send help. He goes, and, they, and the captain is like, "Nope, that's the cold protocol." If you, that's th- cool. I do like the cold protocol. Yeah, they're like, if if we tell them where to come, the covenant is just gonna find reach. And thank God we don't have anybody who's on the covenant side. Oh no! And Master Chief went, "I think I'll have sex with her," and he does. Yeah. So they smoochy smoochy, and what, they how have does sex. that scene start? I, so we've seen. Uh, he memes. walks in and he goes, "We're the same." I I don't remember. <laughs> We're the same person, and they kiss, and then they have sex. Great. And then Halsey sees it. How graphic was it? It, it cuts away immediately. Okay, good. They kiss, and then they wake up, and they're naked. And then... Oh, okay. It's one... Okay. And then, uh... Robot and... Robot girl. We don't, ha- we don't have to see Master Chief's ass again? That's good. Well, Thank the wi- God. The, count, small blessings. Jay. Small blessings. And then the lady's like, maybe I like my guy. And then he, she rips out her laser prosthetic. Which oh, is, so she's she's actually maybe going over to the good yeah. side. Yeah. Okay, okay. And then Halsey talks to her through her smart TV. And she's like, man, it's great that you had sex with my son, kind of. Yeah. I, I did see that part, right? She's like, oh my God, you're connecting with John in a way I never could because I'm a, I'm a, an actual genuine psychopath in this version. Um, so I'm glad that you had sex with my son, my surrogate son. That's really swell. Yeah, even though I have a real daughter. Fuck her, but Fuck this her. John fellow. Ooh. Ooh, he's great. He, he can see my coin flip. <laughs> He counted the coin flips. It's God, he did a coin. My daughter could not do this. He's much more deserving of my love. These monsters I've created. Through horrible means. Uh, there's also an awful scene. How does it make any sense where Kai is just lifting heavy objects and the soldier are making bets if she can lift them. She lifts I'd... like a big turbine and then she lifts a whole warthog with people inside. That's pretty cool. I didn't care. She's real strong. Yeah, but. That's fun. Is she in the armor? No. Nah. Well, I've taken it back. That's too. She's, she's not, too strong. She's not that strong. No. Not without the armor. You can't no. lift. No. She's not. No. Then Master Chief fights two of the others. Then Halsey's like, they're like, Halsey, get the fuck off the planet. You're like a. You're not supposed to be able to see this. And she's like, All right, Spartans. I'm activating the Zed Pro. I'm activating Order sixty six. Go <laughs> kill John and his girlfriend. Holy shit! Really? Yeah. She goes. I'm using the which back- one? Is it the two we've the, seen? Yeah, the Zed Protocol or the fuck? It's so it's um Vanek and yeah Vanek and. The one we always forget. <laughs> uh, Frank. Yeah. That's a woman, so it's probably not Frank. We'll call her Steven. Fuck, that's another guy's name. Is it Riz? Yes, Riz. Because that's a name. Mm-hmm. And uh, Just call, Captain You could have called her Kelly. Call her Kelly. Much better. Would have remembered it. Could have called her Linda. And then they walk up, and then Cortana's like, Master Chief, they're going to come get you. And he's like, <laughs> go away. Shut up, Cortana. I and hate his, you in this. And his girlfriend is like, who are you talking to? He's like, shut up. The, the lady in my head called me Stud Muffin. <laughs> Run away. And then Master Chief, without his armor, by the way. And they're in their armor? 
fight fights Vanek and kind of almost wins. They have shields in this though. Yeah. So he punches through their shield. Their no, energy he shoots, shield. He shoots them. Oh, he does have a gun. And he he and shoots his friends. And then at first they beat the shit out of Kai because Kai's like, guys, we're gonna fight Master Chief, and they just beat the shit out of her and leave her in a bathroom. People have pointed out that like. The now okay, so you say that she does order sixty six. Does it like actually seem to like? It's not like a chip thing. Like no, no. actually, they no, no. just are like, all right, cool. It's it's like before Clone Wars yeah, series yeah. order okay. sixty six. Okay. It's like gotcha. they were always down for it. Gotcha. <laughs> so they're just down for it. It's Which not really. I think you know it's side tangent. I like that more than the Clone Wars. No, you don't. Yes, I do. That's silly. I'm gonna say that. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. It's, I mean, I'm a do. You say just say I agree. I don't. Just say the words, I agree. I won't. So You'll say it eventually, and I'll cut it together. I'm going <laughs> to edit I, it. I, I saw where you were going with it. Damn. People have pointed out this week, and I, and I agree, we never, this is not a particular, oh, no. <laughs> oh, goodness, I did it right away. <laughs> right away. You said, I know what you're doing, and you, Wow, know. that's fun. Um, <laughs> the sound forever. <laughs> but so people have pointed out, and it's not a particular criticism we've voiced, but I, I totally agree with this one, is that, like, those other two Spartans are they're on the opposite end of the spectrum is that they're actually far too like robotic follow or good soldiers. Follow I had order. a pig like, yeah, I had a pig and I killed it and I was fine with that. <laughs> I ate it for lunch. I didn't think for even a second. I always it. won. And then, I, then she was like, I'll still kill your pig. And though. I killed your pig anyways. And I couldn't, I couldn't care even a little. <laughs> that pig went nothing to me. I it <laughs> didn't lose an, an, an ounce of sleep. And like, yeah, that's too far the other way. Like we, we always talk about how like their, their weapons and their everything. And they're like barely, have any humanity left and that's true but this is to like a different level where they don't even like each other they don't even care about each other and that's not that's not accurate so it's just it's just boiling everything down to like the most basic bullshit of like well spartans are either totally brainwashed mindless nothings or they're or they take out their chips and now they're alive again and it's like no they can hear violins there's something yeah they can see violins and it fucking makes them live and, they, and I heard a dog bark and I'm like that's pretty great i gotta say whereas like the the more interesting thing is like somewhere in the middle there, right? It's like Chief reclaiming his humanity through it all, right? Yeah. It's like despite what they've done to him and what what he's still doing is like he learns to be a person, a person again, kind of deal, which is more slightly more interesting. And he fucks that prisoner of war. Yeah, probably it's a war, war crime. crime. Yeah, it probably is probably a war crime. He's like an officer and everything. It's no good. Well, he's yeah. an NCO, I guess, but still, don't be having sex with prisoners of war. And then they're trying to get her out there, like we're gonna help you, and then. Uh, Maria, right? That's your name. Halsey's Miranda? Dad. Whatever the fuck. Miranda is like, I figured out this, uh, she kept the whole episode, she's like, I gotta figure out this message that that they sent. I, I can't, like, it's weird and pitchy. It's not really like a covenant voice. She's like, oh, it's the lady. And she goes, <laughs> you you killed those people on that ship. And she's like, um, no, I didn't. Uh, they made me. And then they're like, actually, you're kind of a dick. And they start electrocuting her. And then she keeps having flashbacks to when she got electrocuted on the, on the recycling planet. And they were like, you need to recycle. Um, when all our friends the, tra- like, the garbage trash planet garbage trash planet they found her they had to recycle and then she's like I'll touch the artifact and she touches it and then it blows up everything and Chief wakes up and he's like the fuck is that artifact dude who cares what is it actually for why does it always just explode randomly I don't because it's gotta it's find nonsense. the halo, halo it's gotta it's, find the halo in the war the is halo, it, was no. it the big one no, no they don't have the big it one it was the small they one they have the tiny one because the aliens are the big one yeah but she the touches it and explodes don't show up yeah so we think Fall of Reach next next week. I don't fucking care. Some actual action for once. Maybe I there was action in this one, but I didn't like it. Well, there's no aliens. What it was? It, it was, was them fighting each other. Yeah, it was them kicking the shit again. Out I'm, I'm, I'm. They were thrashing his ass. <laughs> they had their big Mjolnir armor on. They were beating the fuck out of this guy. <laughs> I've really had enough of like the the real villains are the UNSC and Halsey. 
Also, yeah, another scene where she was like, Human- I only want humanity to evolve. And then Keith is like, my brother in Christ, you're looking too far in the future. Focus on the now. He's like, no, <laughs> I'm going to do Order 66. And she does. That's, hey, I respect her conviction, though. I mean, you hate to, I mean, they hate to see a girl boss win. That's what it really comes down to, I think. And I think that's also, too. I think we got to look inside, maybe, and like really reconsider our opinions on the show. Because we really hate, I think we're hating to see a girl boss win. And that's not fair of us. I think, you know what? I think it's fair. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. What a show. Awful what a, show. What a cinematic experience. You got other memes you want to tell me on yeah, this audio format? I got all kind of memes. Not well, audio. they're not actually me. I like wrote them down. They're just, like, you'll get it. You'll see. Um, oh, good. I'll see on the audio format. Oh, God. What a show. Why'd they do this show? Who is it for? No one. Money. So, so that let's start with that one. It's for money. Yeah, but like, is it making enough money? Is this appealing enough to large? I, so I they really put out this would. week of like, so this is all kind of goes, goes hand in hand. So people have been, been hammering in lately with the past couple weeks of like, hey, if you don't think of it as Halo, it's not so bad. I disagree with that wholeheartedly, right? Because the Quan stuff. Well, yeah. But just the idea of like, if you if you can separate it from the source material and look at it for its own merits, Holistically. then it's not so bad, is it? I disagree, because the only reason we're still watching, frankly, the only reason we've watched to begin with, because Halo, right? Mm. We would have never picked this up, because there, ne- there would have been no good word of mouth about it, because there's none to be had, right? And like, it really just throws in a contrast. Like, what is the point of doing adaptations like this, where you seem to just kind of throw source material to the wind. It's like Wheel of Time. It's just bizarre because... And Wheel of Time clearly at least has better word of mouth than this one, I guess. People seem to like Wheel of Time. If they haven't read the book. Yeah. This one I don't think has even that benefit because I don't know if people... Wheel of Time is almost like innocuous enough that I feel like people just picked it up. But I feel like with this one, if you weren't already kind of somewhat of a Halo fan, you might not be interested in picking it up to begin with because you're like, well, I feel like I'm going to have to know Halo. Whereas Wheel of Time was obviously starting, you know, page one, right? Like, yeah, absolutely. And so it's like, if you make a good... And, and the example that people were given was like Game of Thrones, right? Game of Thrones sticks pretty good to the source material in a lot of ways, right? It's not really shy about being like a fantasy nerd fest in a lot of ways, right? But it was done well and people liked it anyways because it just stood on its own, right? And you had like big fans and, and other people who weren't as big of fans who didn't read the books and stuff all shared it through like word of mouth because it's like, this show is just good. And then people started watching it. This one, it's like... What were they going for? Is, is that what they thought they were doing? Yeah. Like, did they think that they were creating something so unique and, and stand out from the... Because the only people who are watching it, I feel like, have to be fans of the show, or of the games, rather, who are then going to be like, yeah, it's really not worth watching, though, <laughs> ultimately. And like I said, the only reason we watch, and I think a lot of people, is because Halo. So to be like, oh, if you just remove the Halo from the scenario, then... Because it's not fair to judge it against everything, blah, blah, blah. No, that's the only reason we'd watch it, is because of Halo. They should have played the games, man. Should have read the books, maybe? I think they read some of the books, but didn't play any of the games, was the problem. Mm. All right, so you're for my news. Sure, of course. Um, I, I, I the, other, the second thing I wrote was just no covenant again. So. Oh, of course. Why, why would there be the covenant? And then this bullet point just says Master Chief fucks, right? So he does. All right, so you ready? So I got um, Master Cheeks risk it all for the Kavussi. I might, t- I might cut that one out. <laughs> you do what you feel you need. Um, I have Master Chief's no longer a virgin. How will gamers relate? That's a good one. I like that. The Chad Game Master Chief versus the Virgin Non-Virgin Show Master Chief. That's good. That's good. I like that. You get He's, it? I mean, the game one, he, he finishes the fight. He, gets he keeps back the helmet bomb. on. No no premarital relations with any women. He gives the Covenant back their bomb. He gives the Covenant back their bomb. He, he finishes the fight. He doesn't take his helmet off. Never once. He's not walking around in his in his wetsuit, like you said. Um, and then Master Chief, mind telling me what you're doing in that cell? <laughs> Sir, finishing. That's good. Just, like you get it? Just... 
I was gonna like those. Um, the first one I didn't like. I might cut that one out. I might still cut that one out. Get it though, Master Cheeks. No, I. Cause they, I no, I got we've it. seen way more of his ass cheeks than you'd ever expect from the show. I didn't want it. Why would he just wear pants? Lord only knows. It was, there wasn't in his ass. The pellet <laughs> wasn't. Was in. It was in like the small of his back. Guess could, what? Kai didn't he, show her ass. He could have had some undies on still. Didn't show Kai's ass. No, they didn't. Because why? What does that they? tell you? I guess that's that, you know we're evolving, Jack. We're at the point in TV where you can show a man's ass, but not the woman's ass. Because we don't need to sexualize her. We don't. Or something. We just put grease in her hair. And it made it pink? Why do they dye her hair? I remember I, I remember in a comment. Because she's an individual. An individual now. Why did they yeah. let her do it in the army? Why didn't she have shorter hair? They should all have short hair. I mean, I uh, know the girl. Why does he have a beard? <laughs> We've said this. Yeah. They should all be pretty his close. His nose shape. is kind of strange. I don't look at his face, frankly. <laughs> Good on the actor, but I don't look at your face, man. Get a different face, boy. I don't. I don't want to make fun of that guy because he's on Twitter often, and he's like, "We're doing good guys and the haters," and it's like, hey, I don't want to be a hater. Like, good for you. Get your money bef- being in your bad TV show. I don't give a get shit. Get your but... money up, but your funny's got to be up too, fella. <laughs> your funny's got to get up first. Get your funny up before you get your money up, or is it the reverse of that? They're already making a season two. Like I've said every single week, the only thing we can hope at this point is that season two will be better because this season one has done well enough that they're like they'll give them. A few more, a few more shekels. A few spend on this. A few show. good men, even. Gosh, they won't though. Maybe they'll actually go read the, write the, watch the, play the games. That's what I'm gonna say. Like, God, I'm really, I'm really interested to see how they flub the fall of Reach next week. Or maybe, like I said, do you think there's any chance they'll do what I've been hyping up all season, which is next, next season is the entire like, it's just a f- spread out fall of Reach. Probably not. Right? No, that's too much. That's too much credit to them. I was telling you, but people people are theorizing that like they're just gonna instead of doing like getting on like a ship at the end, they're just gonna like step through a portal onto the Halo at the end of this next week's episode to be like, oh, we're here. It's the beginning. Time to end the war. Do you think there's any? Ch- oh, there's no chance, right? There's no chance they're gonna have cameos of the people from Reach, are they? Of Not Noble a Team. Shot. That'd be cool, but probably be called like Slip Slop, <laughs> Blingo, <laughs> Blingo. Yeah. This, this, this is this is Gold Team, Blingo and Slip Slop and Clip Clop and Glor- <laughs> Just their the nonsense great, names. The greatest the, Spartans I've ever trained. <laughs> instead of the non, just a bunch of nonsense names. Instead of the names <laughs> they have, yeah. Instead of like John or Fred or Steven or Linda, just Glipglop, Schlorp. This is Florp. This is the leader of of Florp, and Clorp. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Along with Vanek and Riz and Kai and John. This is Riz and Ritz and Klitz. Here he is and Bits. The leader of Spartan. What if? What if they're just like the dwarves from The Hobbit, where it's just like, <laughs> here's Feely and Keely and Grits and Blitz and Flitz and Jits and Glombo and Slombo, Glorbin. He's the leader of of Schnobel team, <laughs> Apoorensis, Thorod son, Thorod son. There he is, and Blorn Bloden son. Do you think? <sighs> just. I wonder if Halsey's gonna die or something. I I hope she gets annihilated. So we by just a don't have to deal with her anymore because she's just the villain. She's like, gotta die. You think I so? Think. I think she's gonna be like Chief. You were the Halo, and then and then someone will shoot her with a Spartan laser. It'll be check off Spartan laser. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be so good. I hope they use the Spartan laser next week. They're not going to. Uh, to shoot some ships or something. It'd be great. It's like, best weapon. Halo. <laughs> the fall of Reach involves a, is very elaborate in the books. There's like there's like a mission on the ground where Noble Team has to get Cortana to the pillar of autumn so that the pillar of autumn kind of takes up at the same time master chief is like in orbit or no it's, it's before that but master chiefs in and kelly are in orbit no master chief and linda are in orbit in the space station like jumping around in space with jetpacks and stuff they're like fighting jackals they fly now yeah they fly now they fly now they fly now 
uh, so like, and Linda dies, but then he throws her in cryo real quick. So then they regrow her organs and they get her back. It's great. Great stuff. That's good stuff, man. All the other Spartans die. Like Fred goes to the surface. They're like, we got to get Halsey. But they almost all die. Jeez. Like four of them live and they're like, like uh, Fuck, we got you Halsey. So one Halo game where they all die. It's Reach? like Reach. Oh, like That's Reach. also the fall of Reach. That makes sense. But they're, and they're, like I said, they're trying to get Cortana to the Pillar of Autumn. I hope I hope the Pillar of Autumn's in it. I hope Captain Keys gets to do something because that's the other thing. Captain Keys hasn't done a damn thing this he whole just, show. He just yelled at his girlfriend, his, his baby daughter? mama. Yeah, his, his yeah, his baby mama and his daughter, respectively. Will they, will they all work together? Be nicer to each other if you could, please, Miranda. Don't don't get your mom so Halsey. Don't don't, don't be don't, so shit to your daughter. Don't tell your daughter you didn't want a family. I don't Fine. believe in family. That's not what family is. You maniac. You're it. Why are you a sociopath? <laughs> Why'd they make you a sociopath in this, Halsey? Why'd they skip sex ed and how to talk to people? <laughs> Man, what a show. What an awful, awful show. I so hope there's aliens at least next one. There won't be. I, I mean, hope there... so. Like we said, we joked. Like I didn't I was really hoping they wouldn't actually do it, but they did it. There's been no action to really any any special effects to speak of to lead up to this one. So it's just gonna be hopefully they they save their budget and they could really splurge on some fights on this one. Because like like we said, I think the literally the second episode, the first ten minutes, pretty good. But then that goodwill is just, I mean, that that only goes so far. Ten minutes of action. There's not a show make. It, it doesn't get you to the fifth episode. And then the episode, the action in the fifth episode, which is admittedly good, doesn't get you the rest of the way through, clearly. Because I couldn't even bring myself to watch them. Couldn't watch them. I suffered through, though. For you, listeners. Because I'm dedicated to God. But they have us, though, I don't think. Because we're still watching it. We're so still talking about it. We're talking about it for, like, the last... 20, 15 minutes. Fucking hell. Half an hour. All right, let's, let's, not give it a, let's not give it any more lip service. All right, so we're going to take out of that into uh, the new Hulu mm, drama series, limited drama series, Under the Banner of Heaven, which is based on a nonfiction book by... <laughs> John Krakauer. Thank you, I'll add that in, so it's my voice, about how the Mormons killed a woman and her daughter... <laughs> The Mormons, the some Mormons. Mormons, all the Mormons, the they collectively. Got, yeah. No, yeah. So this was this was my pick because I kept getting ads for it, and I was like, Andrew Garfield's pretty good. And I was like, a crime thing. It's not usually my like go to, but I was like, it seems interesting. Again, we'll diversify our Andrew portfolio. Garfield. Yeah, Andrew Garfield. He's pretty swell. Yeah. And then I like give it a quick goog, and I was like, oh, it's based on a book about John by John Coward. By and John I was like, Krasinski. He's cool. Yeah, you know, good old John K. Except he only spells it with he spells it with no H, I think. He spells it like John Snow does. So take that, John Krasinski. You and your hot wife. Why did he bring his wife into it? <laughs> <laughs> talented actress, Emily Blunt. Very talented, quite talented. Except she wasn't Jungle Cruise. Hey, you gotta I mean Win some you lose some. One for them, one for you. <laughs> yeah. Four was ago, I totally derailed myself. But you so John Krakauer and I was like, Oh, that's actually cool because I've actually read a couple of his books before. He's like one of only a couple nonfiction authors I've read. I read his uh, his book Into the Wild. I think a lot of, that that one's probably his most famous. I would say a lot of people read that one. You read that one? I know pe- I know people read it for school here around here sometimes. So, and I also read I read Where Men Win Glory, which is about Pat Tillman. Um, also really good. Killdozer? No, not you read a book about no. Killdozer. Pat Tillman is a is an NFL player who joined the that. army. Oh right, and he was killed. Yeah, they killed him. They got him. His brothers in arms sh- fucking shot him. Great. Uh, it's not great, but it's a good book. It's it's I mean it's worth reading. He died for that book and good on him. Well, because at the end he was like, maybe this war isn't great, guys. Why they send me to Iraq? 
I joined because of 9-11 and I somehow in Iraq. Mm, quite like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We're going to kill you if you we'll do. We'll fucking kill you, maybe. And you maybe. Would, he would, right. You guys wouldn't actually. Ha ha. And then they did. Maybe. They very much Beside the point. We don't need to get into cons- the cons- full on conspiracy. But no, that's for that's for the that's for our after dark episode. <laughs> that's right. So I saw he wrote it. And I was like, that's cool. I like this guy a lot. So I'm I'm in, and then we we watched it. So the first four episodes are out. We've watched them all this week in the preparation because they launched with two, and then we didn't last week because everything else, and then you know this week. So grand total of four. They're all over an hour long. It's a, some beefy episodes. Um, yeah, just overall got into pretty pretty solid stuff, man. Pretty solid stuff. I will obviously this. So the basic premise, obviously, like I mentioned, it's about Andrew Garfield plays a detective who's also a Mormon, Church of the Latter-day Saints. Uh, and he is investigating a murder of a woman and her 15-year-old daughter. Uh, him and him and his partner, who is not uh, a Mormon, but lives in the town, named Bill. And they're just investigating. And he finds out that it goes really deep into the teachings of like the very fundamental teachings of the Mormons. And he starts to kind of question his own faith, and he kind of starts to unravel from there. So it's in like Salt Lake Valley in the right? 1980s. I should mention in the 80s. Yep, and they're in so they're in like the suburbs of Salt Lake City. And like at one point they mention it's like 95 percent Mormon in this in this town. And yeah, so like it's all it's very pervasive to their whole society. Like every level, you know, in the police station, they're all Mormon, right? Except for Bill. Yeah, well, pretty much except for his partner, it seems. And and again, the the uh, the victims were Mormon, and then like the the husband. Is like the initial suspect, and then it expands out to like with his family and all, and it just yeah winds around this kind of conspiracy. And it's sort of twofold. It's like the the family who is seems to be implicated here is like this big influential family within this the community, and then it also seems like as, as you know that unravels more. Yeah, like that the specific people who who did this may have been motivated specifically by yeah, like you said, very old like Mormon teachings from like the real old days. And so like there's this the other kind of side of it is that while he's working to try to solve this case, he's getting pushback from within the the community and like from the church of like hey, maybe don't look at her like let's downplay any kind of involvement in it so that people don't associate it with us, right? And it's just yeah, it's really interesting. And so basically the show and this was this is what the book is, how the book is written, right? Is it cuts between the current, like modern, the events of the current day murder trial, which again is, is the '80s. But it cuts between that and then, like, oh, kind of rough history of a lot of like real early days uh, stuff in the in the church, right? And how it all kind of connects, and how some of these beliefs are formed, and and how basically the you know there's like a legacy of violence ultimately wrapped right. up on both sides of this of the church right like because i'll say but you know regardless of whatever else they get up to in this you there is definitely an element that like mormons in you know well in the show but obviously just in real life were and they do remain to be like a religious minority right and that definitely rears its head like there's there's certainly stuff where they are unequivocally the victims right like throughout the history of, of their early days right they're getting like pushed away and there's that missouri episode of missouri yeah where they're literally just like the governor says they can just be exterminated, which is just like that's obviously insane and like horrific. But it's you know it all contributes to the the current day church and, and the development as it goes along. And the the core of it is is ultimately about Andrew Garfield's character there. And I think that's like maybe a difference is that in the I think in the book right the majority of the whatever you'd call it, the the page count there right is dedicated more to the, the history side of things just because there's more there than there is to the trial specifically. Right. Yeah. Um, whereas this is more about the unfolding of the case and the and the familial 
uh, relationship there. Yeah, about Andrew Garfield's what's his name? Jeb something. Something I don't remember. No, but Jeb his, Pyre. Yeah, Pyre. Pyre. They call him. It looks like Pyre, but they call him Pyre. Probably should be just Pyre, though. That's how you pronounce that word in English, I think. And how it's starting to like shake his beliefs his beliefs which is really interesting i think he does well in this you said you thought he was a little like oh i guess over the top right yeah he always looks like he's about to cry there's a lot of scenes where he looks like on the verge of tears which in some scenes i get when he sees that horrific murder but it's like you're a detective surely you do homicides frequently i think the idea is they don't i guess it's true i think that he's like he really hasn't because they live in a nice little peaceful mormon town so it's true but like he always seems like he's like about to cry and like weep. His eyes like are full of tears and they're glistening. I, can I, tell. I gotta say, I didn't really notice this personally, but I'm really tuned to people's eyes. It's I guess went over so. their souls. That's true. And also, I will say this: this like it's obviously the season starts with the murder, him finding her, and they. I know I get that it's like a very horrific murder and all that, but they really fucking milk it. I think with the music, like the music's like big and bombastic, not bombastic, but like intense and like very feel emotion. And I'm like, all right. I'm like five minutes in this show, Hulu. Let's dial it back a little bit. I get what you mean to an extent. Like it's early to just like, you got to get, I mean, it obviously is the natural point to start the show at, but like it's expecting a, a big buy-in from you right at the jump and then like you don't know anything yet. So it's hard to fully commit it. Again, other than just like the, it's very graphic and being grisly, but you also don't see it, right? Yeah. Which is, I'm not saying I want to do, that's fine, but it's just, yeah. It's a, it's a little tough. They're they really expecting you. Like, are you, they really need to impose upon you. I mean, they fucking decapitate the baby. Yeah, that's what they say. I mean, they tell you, which is good enough. Yeah. You don't need to show me that. Yeah, but. I, don't need to, I don't need to see any images of that baby being killed. 100%. So, although maybe, maybe we spoke too soon. Maybe we will have, maybe we will be forced to witness. I mean, they, they got to build it. Goes to on. it. They yeah. got to build the flashback to that point. But um, yeah, just in general, I thought I think the show's fascinating so far. Like seeing both sides. Man, I mean, so I wanted to preface it a little bit because it's a vaguely sensitive topic, right? So we are by no means experts on the Church the, of Latter Day Saints. Yeah, Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. We're not. I mean, we're not calling Mormons just going forward. All right, so just I'm not gonna say LDS. Yeah, I know they don't always love that or whatever, but but I don't know what to tell you. I don't give a shit. If we're being honest. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Honestly, we're just gonna roll with it. So it's easy to say. What do you want me to say every time? Hmm? More, I'm just more. More, yeah, we're definitely not experts by any means, but I would say that, like, I think you can put at least a little faith in this show, even though it certainly is going to have a bias, which we can get to. But the people involved in it are definitely more knowledgeable than we are. So you kind of got to trust them a little bit because, again, you're not going to fact check everything. And I have ex- specifically not tried to, like, fact check a lot of this going on because I wanted to just enjoy the show. Yeah, I wanted to enjoy the show as it unravels. Maybe when it's all said and done in a couple we'll, weeks here, we'll, we'll see. Fact check it and see. Um, I do intend to. I. I I'm interested enough that I would like to read the book as well. Like I said, because I like that guy. So I'll, when it's all said and done, I'll probably read the book too. And maybe we'll talk about it at some point. But whatever. The point is, the, you know, John Krakauer there, he, he, his roots are in journalism, right? He wrote, he was, wrote on like magazines and papers and stuff. So like, you know, he did some research and he is atheist, right? And like that comes through in the book from what I've read. I was reading some reviews of it. You know, like he's skeptical of all religions to an extent. Right. So that's going to be a factor for sure. Uh, but at the same time, you know, he did his research, and I would hope that he has some level of, you know, I don't know what the word, what word I'm looking for. What word am I looking for? Here? What word? Some sort of. Sure, I'm looking for like impartiality, but that's that's the word uh. that means that, but not whatever. The point is, like, I would assume he's he's trying to, you know, be as unbiased as possible. And then the other thing is, like, the screenwriter for this. So I, there's like a whole story to this. So this book is from, oh gosh, I want to say it was published in 2003. So it's it's a bit older now. Yeah. And when it was published, it was it, rights were bought for. 
much sooner than now, right? So there was, I was reading about, there was a movie adaptation they were working on, and it was like 2011-ish. It was this guy, I'll bring it up. But it was um, bought by, I want to say, uh, gosh, I don't remember now. But Ron Howard was going to work on it, and uh, this director, and they got this writer, who I will get. So it, the Ron Howard was going to direct it. Warner Bros. was had purchased the rights in 2011, and Dustin Lance Black was the okay. writer for the screenplay. And then in it, last year, June of last year, it was announced that they were making it as a limited series at FX, with Black still returning as the writer. So Dustin Lance Black, this guy, right? He was, he grew up. Uh, Mormon. Yes. In the church. So he has more, er, yeah, they grew up in a Mormon household. Yeah, yeah. So he has explicit, like, understanding of it. And again, you know, I will totally concede that there's always going to be concessions for a show like this, right? To mm-hmm. make it more, more approachable to a general audience, right? To convey the points they're trying to make. And again, there's definitely going to be biases involved. But, you know, I think there's, it's probably fair to say that there's a certain level of, like, accuracy to of it of course yeah definitely yeah i uh, i think we're both trying to <laughs> be very gentle because here's the thing you don't really believe it no so this is it, it, and it does not paint a this show paints a pretty bad picture of them right even yeah. the ones even the the quote-unquote good ones exactly even jeb Sure, even Jeb. He gets. A He's little... got exactly, and like the people around him. So you have at the at the center that family, which is the fuck. What are they called? The Lafferties. Yes. So the Lafferties are this this family of uh the this you know the dad is the patriarch here and his four sons and then they're all he, branching out families. Does he have five sons. Fuck. Does he? Yeah, because there's there's Alan and then he has four brothers. Oh, there's the one who's like because there's Ron. There's John. There's... there's the psycho one who killed a rabbit or whatever. Yeah. Squirrel, but he doesn't do much. That's why I got you're right. It is Robin Sam, the one who becomes mayor, Ron, the second. Yeah, yeah, I got it. I got it. So his five sons and like their whole thing, and, and they, they're repeatedly described as the Kennedys of Utah, uh, Utah on this. And like as in that's their, their influence. They're these like this big important family. But you know, as it goes on, you realize that like it's not all it's not all as it seems, right? On the verse. It's that classic kind of thing, right? So they're basically it shows, like, e- even in at the beginning, when they're not so bad, right, and, and they're not really sliding into, like, the real horrible stuff quite yet, they are dealing with, like, the general kind of uh, shit parts of Mormonism, I should say, just to be blunt, right? Yeah. Which is, and again, we're trying to be a little delicate, but from what I research, the vague research I did do, a lot of this is still present. So the big one that is, like, rampant throughout this show, even just on, like, a whatever, more mild level before we get into the real bad stuff, is just the rampant misogyny right oh yeah they love a bit of misogyny it's it's pretty insane i mean what is it i mean alan well alan is the husband of the mm-hmm. deceased of the murdered the freshly murdered and there's a part obviously it's like he obviously there's a lot of flashback of him like oh hey my family it's a part of his brother's just like yeah your wife your girlfriend's a little too uppity buddy well like from the word control jump. your property it's like oh god, my god. yeah oh, jesus christ man get it together even like the very first scene where he introduces them they're like now what are you going to school for what you need all that learning and she's going to byu mind you she's going to the mormon college yeah and even then they're like but why do you even need that though frankly yeah, they don't like that she's on the news. Why don't you just get married and pump out some babies for him already? Yeah. Gosh. And like, again, this is the thing. So I was reading some stuff this morning, and by that I meant comments of a Reddit post. So Of course. Where they posted an article that I didn't read, but I read the comments under it that basically said that this is like an actual, quite accurate depiction of uh, Mormonism. And then there was people kind of debating this in the comments. So people with firsthand experience saying this is, you know, some people are saying it really was like a very accurate 
it felt very true to that life for them, right? In their experience. But then some people were like, well, I grew up in, in Mormonism and it wasn't quite like this for me. So I think if anything, it's just like, there's no one universal experience yeah. for this kind of thing. But it seems like generally the consensus is that it does a pretty solid job. And like I said, stuff like that, I think is still rampant. And again, there's no, there's no one experience. Obviously on an individual level, your family can be more or less. Or I less. Mean, even in the show. Uh, exactly. The Beck, Becky, what's her name? Oh, Becky, right? The wife? Becca? The wife, yeah. Yeah. But her, uh, she's Mormon and her dad is like, yeah, I don't like all that misogyny stuff. I'm not down for it. It's 1980. You should go to college. I'm like, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So like, yeah, there's there's kind of this spectrum. And even uh, the main character there, Jeb, you know, they're pretty they're pretty middle of the road, it seems. But like, like we alluded to earlier, they're, they're, even he has a moment where he's like trying to make a decision and him and his wife are in disagreement about it. And so he just pulls out that, well, I'm the man. Basically, he just pulls out, I'm the man, so you have to do exactly what I say regardless. Yeah, I hold our priesthood or something. He's the priesthood holder. And again, that, that's the kind of stuff where I saw people saying, oh, people don't talk like that, right? Even within the church, people, practitioners, they don't walk around talking about the priesthood holder or the every other sentence talking about the heavenly father, right? Well, like I said, some people also were like, oh, no, that's pretty accurate to how my like traditional Mormon parents speak and, you know. This is 20 years past when the show takes place even, right? Yeah. So it's been, it's even more modern. There's still talk like that. So again, there's just, there's no one concern. Depends on thing. who you are. Really. Yeah. It's really what it comes down to. But I think if you want to like be more cautious about like, oh, but is it really fair? And like, I, I will say this again, despite how I think a lot of this probably is somewhat on target and there's a lot of darkness sort of there and a lot of uncool stuff. Like, I, so I, I was telling you, right, uh, before the show here, in 2014, Mormon feminist was excommunicated from the church because... She was campaigning for women to be allowed into the priesthood, right? Mm. 2014. Not the 80s, not the 60s, not the 1890s, right? Less than 10 years ago. Less Coming than, up on 10 years exactly. ago, but still. She was excommunicated because she was like, what if, how about equal rights, fellas? It's 2020. It was, it was 2014. It was current year. It was current year. And so, like, this, I think this attitude's still alive and well. And again, whether your particular family wants to, you know, use it in that sense, or whether your parents were cool about it and they had a more even like appropriate modern relationship where they discuss things as equals. You know, I think this stuff is still, it still exists and is still prevalent on some level. And if you want to be like, all right, well, it's because I do, I do think, like I said earlier, they are still ultimately like a religious minority. And I think Mormons, there's something of like an easy target in this country, right? I mean, they've been an easy target since they started in Western New York. Once they got driven out and they get, they've been driven everywhere across the fucking country. Because they are into a minority. The, literally into the desert. Yeah. It's literally easy to be like, well, you're different. We don't like you. And there's definitely some truth to that. But I feel like they kind of wield that. They've taken that to the extreme, right? It's just all like, you know, we're oppressed and the government's coming for us, which is the angle they play up in this show. Um, but like, so if you don't want to like go after the Mormons in particular, if you want to take this less so as like a specific, whatever, like super hyper accurate retelling of history, and you want to take it, you know, look on it as face value. As a TV show, right? I think it's about like religious extremism in general, right? Yeah, like in then like the pitfalls of all organized religion. Just you know, this is the medium that they're telling it through. So, you know, you don't have to take it word for word. This is exact the exact way it all happened. And again, like obviously, most of it is fabricated, right? They don't know the conversations these people had. They're not like, oh, it was definitely his his daughter's birthday, and his mom had all medication, like. They would not yeah. have known this. There, it is ultimately a story on some level. If you want to just look at this as characters in a in a written show and not like again, we don't we haven't read into the exactly how accurate it may or may not be, but you know that that is also I think a valid interpretation. It's like I don't think this is coming after 
Mormonism in particular. Like, I don't think this is a big hit piece on LDS as much as it's like the general flaws and, and like things that can happen with any kind of system like this, right? We were talking about this while we were watching, or I was watching and I was texting. It's like any kind of organized group like this that's so like tight knit and so inculcated, right? And has this attitude of like, we don't really mess with outsiders yeah. and you're not allowed to leave or we'll never talk to you again kind of thing. Like you either you're 100% in or you're 100% out kind of thing. Like mm. that always has been taken advantage of by whatever the people on top, whatever angle you want to come at it from, right? Yeah. I'm sure their specific teachings are not that they believe the same general shit all Christians do of like God's nice and, and Jesus died for us and all this and be kind. Right? And, then, and then he went to South America. <laughs> and Jesus came over here and he buried the tablets or whatever he did. Yeah, and then he had compasses. Yep. And elephants. He so? sailed across the sea, I think. Yeah, or something or other. Whatever. Again, and like like I said, that kind of stuff, right? It's easy to be like, haha, look at their goofy beliefs because they came up with it in 1890 Maybe. or whatever, not even before that. But yeah. they came up with it in the early 1800s instead of the, you know, year one. Yeah. So it's easy to be like, haha, these morons, they don't even know what they're talking about. My religion's older. But it's like, you know, there's some silly stuff in all of them if we're being 100%. 100%. Call a spade a spade on exactly. this Exactly. And that's what I mean of like, it's easy to be like, haha, look at these goof- goobers. And I feel like other religious groups who have their own failings in this country can be like ha but the goofy mormons are we right yeah and they're like hi you're right let's ignore you and again i'm sure on like an individual level they're pretty nice like that's what i've always heard right to be totally honest right i don't hear a lot of bad stuff in my day-to-day life about mormons yeah i've always heard like they're pretty nice and like they're usually pretty good sports about that kind of thing if you try to be like ha but your beliefs are goofy are you am i right they'll be like oh yeah you know we all kind of believe our own things you know it's just what it's just what we believe (laughs) haha like they're they're swell about it okay yeah Probably because they've been conditioned to be, because we were pretty awful to them for a while. We kind of killed them. I still think it's fair to, like, point out the the flaws of, like, the overarching system. Mm-hmm. And I've told you, like, it's weird to me that they don't try to distance themselves more from the like past. Because they, they kind of want their cake and eat it, too, on some levels, right? Because they'll pull the whole, like, so the big, we haven't even mentioned it yet, but the big thing's polygamy. That's, like, the most yeah, the more iconic, for lack of a better word. Maybe, most maybe, recognizable. Maybe, um... Iconic. What's Associated. That? Infamous, maybe? Infamous, probably, because of... The most infinite. Iconic has a more of a yeah, positive yeah, connotation yeah, than exactly. they want, I That's think. That's what I was looking for. So the most infamous kind of aspect of Mormonism, maybe, that is a big differentiator, was the polygamy, right? And they there's a lot of good points in that, like, polygamy... They, they claim that, like... And, and obviously, the numbers don't lie on this. If anything, the polygamy was the temporary part, right? Because for the vast majority of their history, there wasn't polygamy, right? There wasn't polygamy when they started. It lasted for, like... I don't know, 50, 60 years or whatever it was. And then now in the 130 years since then, they haven't done it, right? Yeah. So overall, it's kind of it was kind of a blip, right? But it's obviously persisted into the modern day as part of their... That's so it stands out so much. Yeah, exactly. And so like, while that's all true, now they like, they like I said, they just kind of want their kicking too. They'll be like, yeah, no, we don't really agree with it. And like, you know, they'll kind of have these half measures of like, yeah, Joseph Smith and Brigham Young, they were like kind of iffy. They had some issues, but they were prophets though. I mean, they were prophets and we still revere them. They spoke directly to God and our, and our university is named after him still. Yeah. So it's like, you know, they kind of, it's kind of these half measures of like, yeah, no, we don't believe in, in more in polygamy now, but we might later. We might later. It might come up later. Like that's a literal thing I was reading about that is still kind of, and it hasn't come up lately as in like the past few decades, but even into like through the 20th century, there was, there was like scholars and stuff were like, yeah, you know, we think, we think we'll still do. Oh, and they say it in the show even, right? They, they teach that it's still practiced in heaven, maybe, and, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, like, you'll get it when you get to heaven. <clears throat> so it's it's just weird. And, like, I guess on the one hand, right, I suppose if that's what you're about, 
go ahead. Like, I don't actually know if I think it should be illegal because I don't think the government needs to tell you who you can't marry kind of deal. Yeah. Applies to everything, right? If that means you want to marry a couple people, I guess I don't give a shit, right? It's really not. It's no skin off my teeth. But obviously the problem becomes is that it's not... Well, I guess the thing I... The preface for that should be if all parties are totally like... Agreeing. Equal footing, agreeing kind of thing. And that's clearly... The the problem was that that has... Seems like that was never the case. Yeah, right? it was just uh, like they, like they say in the show, it was very much a way to just sell off young girls to old well, creepy men. Even when it was in full swing, right? The polygamy thing was was in vogue for them. It was always reserved to like the rich ones. They told you like it was like God picked the ones who were whatever because you know it's all that reverse logic of like all right, if you're rich, that must mean it's because God likes you, right? Yeah, and then that you means I'm rich. more holy, so you can marry my daughter. Like it was. It, it's always been shit like that, so it's no good, man. They get into that, and that's that's basically what. As this this later episodes are like the the stories evolving here, it seems like this guy's brothers, as he kind of was stepping more and more back from it and trying to tamp down like the more extreme aspects and live a more normal sort of life, right? Mm-hmm. His family members were going the opposite, and they were like some of them at least were devolving even more into like the actual privacy of it. Yeah. The fundamentalists. Well, which was again, which is kind of interesting. Like that's stuff that I didn't know is that there was like these, these actual like distinctive Group. sex, right. Mm-hmm. Even within Mormons. And I, and I tell you this, there's something interesting. Like um, as far as single, like distinct Christian I don't denominations. Know call, denominations. Yeah. The main Jesus Christ or church of Jesus Christ, Latter-day Saint, the main Mormon one is the fourth, like single largest denomination in the country. Right. Yeah. It goes like Roman Catholicism, uh, and it was either like First Methodist and Baptist, Southern yeah, Southern Baptist. Baptist in whichever order, and then fourth is Mormonism. Like it's significant, and then you have even they have like smaller groups that are also like have have somewhat significant membership, right? So like you know, if any, that is something that interested me, and like that that is something that they that this show has kind of showed. I was like, okay, so they have stepped about, and again, they've stepped away from it from a long time. Like it is kind of unfortunate for them that like that is such a prevailing. Yeah, like thing that people associate with with the church, right? Mm. Is that they're all about the having thirty wives or whatever? Because again, they haven't been they they have like outwardly condemned it for over a hundred years now. And they, and they mention it uh, in the show. They're like, well, if we if we bring up the fundamentalists, we're gonna get they're gonna think it's us doing it again. We've been trying to distance ourselves all and the I time think, from it. I think that's like that's what I mean. Is like I, I feel like that's the wrong way, right? And obviously, that's kind of how the show presents it too, but. You know, it's it's more of like the let's sweep it under the rug kind of approach instead of like the let's try to face it head on and like educate people. And I know that's easier said than done. Yeah. But I think that's a problem they have going forward is even now, right? Like instead of being like, hey, those guys, we did know them and they did suck. Instead, they're like, ah, maybe they weren't so bad though, right? It's like, I don't think that's the way to go forward. That's not the way to get people on your side nowadays. No. It's not like, hey, instead of telling them what it is and, and condemning this like offset of our religion who are practicing the less good and like the these awful things let's just not pretend they exist because then it almost seems like you're complicit in it right mm, very just much kind of so. sweeping under the rug so i don't know but like i said it's very interesting again i don't know how perfectly accurate it all is but it's it's definitely fascinating i think i'm enjoying it again all the performances are good there we, we mentioned obviously andrew garfield but i think everyone's pretty good in this show sam worthington's there as one of the brothers wyatt russell's one of the brothers some other guys the dad is from peace he's in peacemaker as well was he yeah, he was that. So he was. Yeah, he was that like guy that Murr calls in, who like pretends to be the chief of police. That's right. Exactly. Good call. 
Kills that dog. Kills that dog because they don't do their chores. He's crazy. Yeah, that's messed up. Exactly. Exactly. Again, like clearly, their dad is okay. just as an individual is a fucked up dude for whatever reason, right? And again, that's not he tries reflective. to fight his son. Yeah, when they're both grown ass men trying to beat up like his forty year old son. Yeah, like clearly he on his own has some fucked up stuff going on, regardless of everything. But again, that's kind of the problem is like when you get any group of a significant enough size, right? You're gonna have like. Just bad people who, for whatever reason, find themselves within it. And they, gonna, and they rise to the top because they yeah. take control. Which is tough, but yeah, I don't know, right? It's interesting stuff. I'm going to see how it plays out. Me too. How long, do you know how long, how many episodes we got? Three more. Oh, it's seven total? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think. Unless there's more. After, but as of right now, I, there was like seven listed out. So I have, Yeah, I have so, I mean, they're pretty far into it, I think. That's yeah. Three more hours, I think they could probably cover. Really. In, in general, FX is, they make good shows. They're good dramas. Like, they're pretty top tier. FX is like, even though it's weird because it's like an offshoot of Fox, obviously, right? It's like, it's a network, one of the more like generic networks. Is it? So that's Disney now, right? So FX has Disney. Disney has FX. They don't have Fox like news, but they did. So I guess, whatever. Take that as you will. They've always been making good stuff. Fargo and people like American Horror Story and stuff. Obviously, we like Sonny. I like Archer, which those are comedy, but like, I'm I'm continuously impressed by fx because it is just like a cable network it's not one of the premium ones but i feel like it's almost on that level sort of level they're building up there yeah again with the cast and the and the i mean this isn't like a super high budget type thing right it's mm. not a bunch of flashy lasers and lights like we're normally used to but it looks good for what it is yeah i would say you got any specifics the wife gosh let's get her name i did i have a moment when because there's a lot of flashbacks where uh brenda has like a like a winning moment against some like weird creepy teacher who's trying to take advantage of her yeah to get like out of the news, and I'm like, yeah, get him. You're gonna succeed. And I went, oh wait, she's murdered. She's dead. That's why we're doing the show. I was like, god damn it. And then Alan's kind of a goober in the flashbacks. He's like, whoa, you're right, Brenda. Me and my brothers aren't so good. I, I couldn't see it. It's like you fucking goober. Her name's Brenda. Brenda. You saying Becca? What you saying? You, we uh, I think we said Becca before, but I think I just said Brenda. It's, it's Brenda. Well, I'll fix that in post. And by fix, I mean I won't. Be fine. I really like the flashback stuff. Like I said, to the. Uh the early history of it, right? Like, so they have they have an actor who's Joseph Smith and they have Emma Smith in there, which is kind of Brigham neat. Young. Yeah, they have Brigham Young there. Oops. And so, Shit. like, it's cool seeing that that play out and, like, again, you know, you have, basically, it's, it's, Alan is, like, relaying it to him, which I will, I will definitely say is a little kind of obtuse at times, right? Because obviously within the context of a book, he just writes, okay, next chapter, we're just doing history stuff. Yeah. But in this one, they're not, they didn't, it's not presented that way, They right? just break out into story. They're having to do it continuously where he's like, don't you know the history? Let me tell you the history, Andrew Garfield. And it's a little obtuse because he does it like every episode. And every time Andrew Garfield's like, no, don't tell, no, wait, no, that can't be, don't tell me. And, or Robin will just break into history. Yeah, e- either one of them. And the whole time, every time Andrew Garfield's like, but no, I, I, I don't want to know the truth. I can't accept it. No, no, no. I won't accept it. Like that is a little hammy because ha- every time it's the same kind of reaction. Where he's like, no, I, no, that can't be. That's not true. That's impossible. <laughs> He's supposed to Luke Skywalker in episode five. Yeah, exactly. No. But I, I like seeing that play out. I, you know, the they they point out, like, his evolution over time, that Joseph Smith initially was very much like the, no, you know, the turn the other cheek kind of thing. would be peaceful. And then over time, he's like, yeah, actually, we need a sick army. We need to build up an army with a bunch of guns. And fight them. And fight them. And become know, open conflict. And, and, again, obviously, it's all fabricated. Don't get me wrong. I don't know how many of these conversations are whatever, but... You know, and then there's the moment where he's like, yeah, we're doing polygamy now. And his wife's like, are you serious? And she has that moment where she's like, my guy, 
I wrote the book with you, remember? I helped you re- Listen. Yeah. It's all swell and good, but you're really pulling on the God told you? Don't you remember? I I wrote the book with you. I know what's up. Like, like I was there. You can trick tr- everybody else, but I mean, I'm I've been there since day one. Which I'm sure people will take. I'm sure uh, practicing LDS people would take Bumbridge with. But like, that's a good moment, right? Where she's like, "Hey, are you kidding me? Why is it only for you? Why do you get to have multiple wives, but I can't have multiple husbands?" And that's like a real thing that happened. The church split. I, I was reading about that again. Like I didn't know. So like, in some ways, it's made me more, somewhat more sympathetic to their their plight and the whole situation, and a little more understanding. Like, okay. Some of this is just like fringe groups giving them a bad name, but that was a real thing that happened because of this. His wife like broke off and formed her own her own thing with one of his sons, I think. Yeah, I know that Joseph had like thirty three wives, but unofficially, unofficially, because he only technically legally married Emma, and even to her deathbed, she said he had no other lovers. It's like, oh, really, really going to the end for this guy who's kind of a dick. Yeah, so she, they, it's called, it's now known as the Community of Christ, but it was for a while known as the Reorganized Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, so RLDS. It's the second largest denomination in the Latter-day Saint movement. It was, so initially it was his, uh, oh no, so it was after he died. So, that's, that was, I was slightly wrong, but it was after he died, his eldest son broke off and his, his mom, like, was with him as well and all. So, there you go. So he died in 19 something or 1844. That's a little earlier oh. than I thought. I don't. I guess I don't have a great handle on the whole timeline of things. Timeline. When did? Let's see. With when the it first started. 1830. He published the Book of Mormon. So there you go. But again, it's like you see those parts, and and like obviously on the one hand, you can understand where they're coming from. Not that it like justifies it, but again, I do think it's like it definitely shows a fair share of them being the victim and why like they would be pushed to act a certain way and why they have these kind of attitudes. Right. Yeah. It's sure. it. And cause a big part of it is like this. That's, and that's where the, the titles derived from. Right. So a big part of their slide into fundamentalism isn't necessarily because they're super at first, at least they're not super motivated by the specific, like, you know, like what, what is it, the bloodletting? What, what do they call that? Blood atonement. The blood atonement, or they're not, it's, they're not initially motivated by the polygamy stuff. They're motivated by like, Tax laws. Not to pay taxes. This idea that like they should be above the government. And that's where that quote comes from, which is basically, they say it in the show. I, I, I read where the title came from before, but it's like, if, you know, the the laws of man comes against the laws of God or whatever, then cool. the faithful will be arraigned under the banner of heaven, right? So they're like, which obviously applied, I think that quote came from the, th- I was reading, it was like the third president. And it was like a letter, of, uh, him def- or a speech or whatever of him defending their practice of polygamy right we'll be like well they say it's illegal but god told us we're sweet so, so it's all right we'll be we'll be we'll be chill guys we'll Just be all right it out and like that's an interesting and like believable kind of slope to me right mm-hmm. is that these guys are like our business is failing the government's taxing the shit out of us well we can't support our families that is like a, a quite believable descent into that right and that's like a lot of real world shit that's usually how it goes people don't just say like wake up one morning you're like i'm gonna be an asshole because of religion yeah it's because of other shit that like pushes them there and then they find like people who will feed them exactly and that's what's happened here is like he's like they, they come upon these these the fundamentalists who are like not paying taxes and they're like that sounds pretty good maybe we shouldn't have to pay taxes and they're like yeah it's great and also you can have a bunch of wives and you can also you know maybe you bleed people or whatever <laughs> like, maybe you kill them to do blood atonement it's also a thing i remember within the women of the family of the wives on one of them one of there's like oh four of the brothers are married and of the four wives only one of them was uh, born into the mormonism mm-hmm. and she's kind of got a grudge against the other ones because they're all they all married in 
went yeah. to the family and they weren't part of the community. Even though Brenda was a Mormon, I don't think the the other two weren't. Ron's wife and Russ, oh, the U.S. agent's wife, what the fuck yeah. his name is? Wyatt Russell. Wyatt Russell. They He's... married in from other, they married in from other He's Dan. Dan. And so they're like, yeah, we got to stick together. And she's like, you wives don't get it. You guys aren't, you guys aren't true Mormon wives. She's got a big grudge. And her and her husband kind of go, they make a fort and stuff. And they're really going, hey, and they're living out in the woods wearing like Amish clothes and picking berries and shooting squirrels. So they go full into it. So it, it gets pretty intense. Yeah. And again, we, we're still missing some kind of like pieces in that whole descent. Cause again, there's like, which is always a cool device, I think, if, if done right. It's like, we have the current, but then there's still every, Every time he goes to talk to one of them, they're like laying out the past of it and how it got there, which is not a super practical, like it doesn't make a ton of sense, right? Because mm-hmm. you think they'd be like, all right, just sit it, sit down and how about you explain me all the way from A to B? But instead it's like, they tell him a little tidbit and then he's like, all right, we gotta go do this. And they run out and they have an adventure outside of the station. And they go, we found this at the crime scene. And then they give them another little tidbit and they're like, oh, when in reality it's like, all right. How about I? How about we sit down and like you just tell me the whole thing all the way from start to finish, and so we have a complete picture here. We're done in a cool two hours, <laughs> but that's that's obviously not conducive to an interesting narrative. So not not for seven episodes an hour long. Exactly. We have these inklings that I think the father is dead, right? But we don't have that yet. We haven't got to that point in the flashback, but you kind of get the sense that he's not around. Yeah, and then all this to so. reel them all in. Well, even then, he's losing it because he's like, I'm gonna get back on my son who isn't a chiropractor. By making my son who clearly can't handle this in charge when I go to Louisiana, because they were mad at the other son because he didn't he didn't want to become a chiropractor. He basically, just, he just made a business to build Again, things. It's all about like control, ultimately, isn't it? Yeah, they like, can't control him. I gotta control my wives. I'm gonna control my sons. I'm the matriarch. I'm in charge. You, you do what I tell you, even though you're all grown ass men. I am still like the ultimate authority in your lives, and it's like that's that is pretty. It's pretty full on, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like when he just gives him, like they just gives him a corporal punishment from those children. Yeah. He lashes his son. He's like thirty something year old son with children and a wife. Yeah, in front of them. It's like that's that's insane. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, stop. They're like children. They're like, yeah, don't do that. He's like, oh, I guess we're fighting now, Ron. Mm-hmm. So it's good. Hey, again, it's just good. Definitely recommend so oh, far. Unless sure. it falls off a cliff or something, but don't I think know. it should should continue through i would assume i mean it's over halfway through and we're still pretty strong so at this point it's seeming like uh you know i think we can see the writing on the wall of like where the murder happened and it seemed like it pretty much was just the family his whichever however many of his brothers essentially right that's the path it seems to be going down do you think it i think it was i mean it has to be by order of elimination the one who's killing squirrels I don't know because I don't think he cares as much. I just well, don't see him only, whipped up. Well, in there's the four of them, and there's two of them are out. There's of six brothers. Alan didn't do it because he's the husband. Right. Robin didn't do it because he was shocked that they were dead. He didn't know that they yeah. were dead. So it only leaves Sam. I think it's Dan, the last two. I Ron. think it's the, I think it's Sam Worthington and and or Wyatt Russell. What about Don or Ron? Is that Sam? Well, who? Ron? Yes, that's that's Sam Worthington. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't think it was. Sam, I don't so. think it was the last. I mean, maybe it could have been with the big beard. Does, he doesn't have a big. You mean Sam? Yeah, that's the brother. That's why I, I feel like I get. What, I don't think it was him, just because, like, again, in like the narrative sense, they're saving the last. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's got to slowly progress. And he's just out in the woods being crazy. Yeah, he's they got him, and he's all crazy, and he's like, "Yeah, they did have to die," but I don't think he did it. I don't think he did it yeah. specifically. I guess, and because like he was out in the woods there, I don't think he got all the way back out in the woods because it was only like within a couple days and everything. I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I guess it could be, but again, in, in like a meta sense, I feel like it makes more sense to 
Strelis along, and then it's like, all right, we got this brother. We, you know, we start with the first one, and then we get another one, and then we get the other one, and yeah, they still it shows a slow descent. Yeah, Alan yeah. isn't part of any of it. Robin's kind of part of it, but he kind of left. Mm-hmm. Sam's crazy in the woods with his family. Yeah, when his son's got a gun pointed at people. Right, exactly. So I think it's all, and then and then we'll eventually, because at first Ron is like the most reasonable. Is it Ron? Yeah. Which one are we ever? The oldest one. The oldest one, the Sam Worthington. Good old Jake Sully, Avatar boy himself. God, I can't wait to see him in Way of Water. And by wait, I mean I could wait a hundred years, but I don't care. <laughs> wait the rest of your life. Yeah. But at first he starts like the most reasonable one. And again, like that's kind of the interesting descent of it, right? Is that at first he is the most reasonable, less, least sort of like... Extreme. Um, yeah, extreme about his beliefs. But then when push comes to shove and it's like, well, shit, like my life is... Is yeah, it's crumbling. Like I have like a genuine real reason to do this, and maybe that's where it comes. And again, they have the whole throughout his brother. The Alan is talking about how like they all maybe have the hots for his wife, which is also maybe going to be a factor. And and again, they just generally have the whole uh, the horrible Mormon misogyny that seems just baked in. Yeah, they love doing that. Tough. They wear silly outfits in that one ceremony where they they do kind they of. like put their thumb. They like do the they're like yeah. You can't see what I'm doing, listeners. Yeah. But they're wearing silly outfits. Yeah, when she's gearing up for the wedding there. Yeah. Her boy all over. Mm-hmm. And then, well, yeah, I don't know. Again, it's just, it is, they're really upsetting <laughs> the way they talk to their wives and, and or brothers' wives. And they're like, ah, and then she's like, I bookmarked this part of the book with your, our wedding bouquet. I want more wives. She's like, what? Why would you, why? She's like, no, you got to listen to me. I need more wives. I'm Dan. It's me, Wyatt At Russell. times, it's just full on, like, comical, almost, right? Yeah. How, like, mustache, almost like mustache twirly evil they are about, like, the shut up, bitch. No one asked you. You're a woman. Know your place. It's like, wow, you're really just hitting the greatest. Yeah, right on the head. Wow. It's he's very playing, subtle. He's playing all the greatest. Very hits. subtle, Sam. Yeah, thanks. When she's like, but, like, what don't you think? And he's like, you don't think. You're not supposed to think. Dan's the leader. He wouldn't ask you because you're a dumb woman. And it's like, all right. All right. That's she great. went to college. She probably didn't go. Exactly. Like I said, that was really stood out. And again, I don't know how real that is or not, or maybe they've moved past that now. But, well, okay, we did talk about this. Like, I've read that there still is very much an ingrained culture of, like, women who go to BYU are not expected as much primarily to get out of education. They're almost just expected to find a husband and then leave. And yeah, be like, all right, I got what I wanted from this. Like, there is this, the, apparently the dropout rate there is staggering even now. Of like, and it's primarily in women. After like only a few months or whatever. That's a lot of those religious schools. I know Catholics. In like- well, true. And again, this is what I mean. It's like it applies to a lot of this. It's just this show happens to be about this, Mormons, so that's what yeah. we're going to talk about. But yeah, again, I think you really can use this as a larger analogy. And like I said, I feel like it's an easy target because they are a little, they're a little more insular and they're a little more culty, maybe than no. But a, a lot of these things are present in. Other most of the major religions there's ton, tons of schools where it's like uh there's tons of jokes about like uh, all christian colleges oh yeah exactly i've heard the same thing like not like, just wow BYU. we're 20 i haven't we're a little behind our peers with getting married yeah exactly and most people are just like all right i guess i'm gonna marry you we just met yeah I, freshman orientation time to get married yeah, literally people meeting yeah I, that's like a not even a joke right like yeah. I, and you're totally right it's pervasive everywhere. It's just, again, this show is about this. So it's, but it, it's certainly not exclusive. These behaviors are not exclusive to Mormons, mm-hmm. I guess. Is, it's just is easy to poke at them because they're the weird ones who live in the desert by exactly. the big salt lake. Again. And again, I'm sure they're all nice for the most part. And I, I won't use this against you going forward. <laughs> any any listeners, who, any listeners who are Mormons? I'm sure you're the good ones. Uh, well, we have no listeners in Utah yet. So 
So Probably that really not. diminished. There's like, <laughs> once you get outside of Utah, it really drops off, doesn't it? I think <laughs> almost to zero, I think. I think, he's a Proportion, Mormon. I think so. you could spit for 100 miles and not hit a Mormon outside of Utah. Hey, good on them, though. I mean, they know what they're about. Big salty lakes and watery-ass beer. Mm, delicious. I mean, that's a living. I've know? seen, I've seen, I've been to Salt Lake City. I've seen oh, their yeah? big compound. It's, it's like, there's a big office building, and then there's like a church, and there's a big wall surrounding the entire complex. It's quite strange. And there's a big mountain. It's in the middle of a desert. It's just one of those desert cities where it's like, why is there a city here? What does the Salt Lake look like? Let's, let me give it a Can game. you think of a lake? Is it literally just a big, just a big lake? And there's a bunch of flies at the border, the border, the shore of the lake. It's kind of gross. This lake is warm. So there is water still. Well, yeah, it's not gonna. It's a lake, my brother. Right, my brother in Christ. I'm showing my, I'm showing my ignorance here, but I it's really the don't, lake. I cannot picture it. I know in Fallout, you ready for this? They turned. I, you've it's told me totally hundred times, oh. and they got white well, legs. So they the run across. Listeners, this. Jesus. Well, I'm you. I'm the only one in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you got me there, Jack. I mean, right now I'm the only one listening. <laughs> because Fallout New Vegas takes place in the southeast. No, no, nope. southwest. Just- uh, Utah's hardly the the south. It absolutely is it's the southwest. The that is literally the southwest, my guy. Oh, mm. oh my god. The, Whatever. Oh my god, bro. <laughs> I can't believe you're not. Because Fallout New Vegas takes place in Nevada and California and and such. And one of the DLCs, you go to Utah and you're dealing with like uh, what are they called? The new Canaanites, who are right. basically like the six the the apocalyptic successors to. Uh, the, Mormon. the Mormons. God bless them, I say. And there's this like tribal because some of the people in the world have devolved into tribalism again because apocalypse. Of course, of course. And they're called the White Legs because they, run they the come from flat. Utah. And yeah, they ran. So the salt, the salt, the Great Salt Lake has been devolved. Uh, has been not devolved, evaporated. Yeah, D- de- dissolved. I don't, I don't remember. Not di- probably not dissolved. <laughs> I don't know what we're looking for. It's yeah. late. Our, our cognitive function is declining at this point. Yeah, that's why. I- no, let's say no. Let's so I can do it. That's why I said we don't record at two a.m. But we always hey, record right. at two a.m. But that's how we're more cognizant when we're apart, listeners. Oh, for sure. Because we it's... record at four p.m. and not two in the morning. Uh, nice mid-afternoon recording session. Yeah, we're I'm fresh. I'm ready to go. But in in the fault universe, it's been reduced to just a big salt flat. Salt. So they run across it, and their legs. Get and you know, all if white. I ran for president, I'd be like, let's make the Salt Lake more salty. God bless him, like the Dead Sea. Yeah. So you can preserve scrolls and shit in there. Scrolls? Oh, scrolls. I thought you meant scrolls like from Marvel. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> scrolls. Yeah, yeah, like like yes, like writings, teachings. They say it's shrinking even now in real life. Oh yeah. So maybe it'll just be a salt flat I, within our lifetimes that we can definitely. just run I mean, uh, there's a big drought all over the, the west of America. They've in in Las in um Las Vegas County, they've banned watering lawns. You can't have a lawn anymore. They've, you can easily float. In the oh, Great yeah. Salt Lake, that's like the Dead Sea. Have it's, you been in it, or you just were passing through? No, I've been up to the edge. I, I didn't. Walk but you didn't step within the the waters, no, the, the, the murky depths. That's like gross. Warm. Yeah, Ew. it's gross. You watch it's your, that warm, like all the time. It can make it make sense. Yeah, it's warm because all the salt in it. Man, you learn something every day. Now, when I went on my great trip out west, I drew into the west. I was sent west with my father's guns. It, the south arm of the lake contains thirteen percent salt. That seems high. That's a lot of salt. Over one tenth of the whole lake is just salt. That seems, yeah. So you can float with little effort. That's neat. Yeah. It's 10 times saltier than the ocean. Gosh, you imagine you get a little bit of that in your mouth while you're swimming we'll <laughs> That'd be you. That would really, because the, the real mummy. The ocean is like, wow, that's salty. That's salty. You really taste it, but this is like, imagine that, but more. Wow. Man. So 
I guess I can understand why they're a little little strange. Eh? They're drinking all that salt water. <laughs> all that salt water. They're seeing their visions. <laughs> they're drinking salt. They're drinking saltier than the ocean water. Yeah. Uh, so we'll uh, keep up with this week to week. I guess. Yeah. Until it's over, we'll have less to say. general to say next week. We'll be like, we... that's a fun. We'll give more plot relevant things. Yeah, yeah I like think so. General thoughts. I think so. But yeah. Don't just don't be a religious extremist of any religion. I say, yeah. That, if, if you're going to take anything from this, anything from our incoherence, it's that. If you could take anything from incoherence, because that's most of our show, All right? Well, incoherence by definition but is difficult to take anything out. It's of. incoherent, even you could say. You could say. Now, one thing we're going to be on is I'm going to coin it. We're going to be on Brando Sando watch for this because <laughs> oh, he classically he's not listening. I'll never know. I didn't want to drag him into this, Jack. But fine. Oh, I gotta. Maybe we'll maybe we'll get us more attention. He is a practicing Mormon, and you know, just wondering what he thinks about it as being as his religion is portrayed. Yeah, he's famously, uh, famously. Fuck, we say that too much. We say it way too much. It's like our catchphrase, even when it doesn't apply in the in the slightest. I mean, here's a, here's a little, little trick. Realization: most of the things we say, absolute nonsense. Usually, when we say famously, it just means a thing that maybe happened once. <laughs> Pretty much. Or maybe twice. Or something so, that we do. When I said, when I was about to say, I just meant, I have heard him say <laughs> once that he didn't like, that he tries, even though he is religious, right? Uh, in particular, in the Stormlight Archive, there's a character who is atheist, who he tried to write with a lot of respect and care and portray them in a, in like a fair way. Vener- a fair and like generous kind of way of like, I understand how other people who are reasonable and good people and like moral can still believe different things than me, right? That it's not reduced simply to like, well, my way is the only way, so my you must way or the be exactly. Which is totally commendable, and that character is very well written. She's maybe one of the more like reasonable characters. Like she's kind of right in a lot of ways. Like the way he writes this universe, even though again he is religious in his universe, the religious people are kind of wrong, and the God is the dead. atheist. It, yeah, God is kind of dead, and the atheist is kind of right in a lot of ways. Which so you gotta commend him for that. Right? Nothing against him personally, but I've also heard him say that a big part of that is that when he was like a kid, he read Study in Scarlet, the first Sherlock Holmes book, or story, I don't know if you call it a book. Yeah, I think a lot of them are like kind of They're like novellas stories. or whatever. Yeah, novellas. The first Sherlock Holmes story, which actually deals with that. Spoiler it for a 120-year-old <gasps> oh, <laughs> Sherlock God. Holmes story. But in that, the murderer is, the murderer is not Mormon. The murderees are Mormon uh, who have fled to uh london to uh escape the vengeance of the guy who is basically the whole second half of that book story again whatever Sherlock Holmes isn't in it like basically the whole first half is you get the whole mystery the whole mystery and then like at the end of the the first half Sherlock Holmes is like I've got it and then it's like flashback and the whole second half of that is the Mormon stuff where you get this whole story of like this guy and he was in love with this girl and then the Mormons were like nah we're gonna marry off to one of us because that's what we do nowadays because it's we're, we're creeping that way, right? It's it's that yeah. thing. It's it's literally the polygamy thing. And then like she, they kill her, I think. And then he's like, "Well, I'm gonna get revenge." And he gets revenge, and that's and but then he's like, "I'm dying anyway, so it's all right." I he like kills them, and then he dies. It's one of those. He it's goes out like, with a bang or something. It's kind of like uh, Murder on the Orient Express. Where they all did it. But at the end of the day, he's like, "I can't blame any of you." So because he kind of portrays the murder as like in the right. The murderer is like, I will turn myself into justice, but then he like dies in his sleep after his work is done because oh. he was sick or whatever. It's it's whatever. It's old timey writing, you know. A lot of conveniences. Well, I just like that eh, happened. The gods were on his side or something. But basically, the, the what I was getting at in that story, the Mormons are like the bad guys, and they're like again, it's it's kind of every worst like 
stereotype of them like yeah they're these predatory and they were trying to get her and, and marry her off against her will and they killed her dad and they and they stole her away from him because that's what they wanted and he didn't like that and like i totally understand that because it would be upsetting to see your especially as a young child yeah to see the thing you believe reduced down to like the most bare bones like worst again literally just like a villain because mm. again like we like trying to say this whole time there's bad people in every group, group which is a cop-out Sure, but... But we're spineless moderates. If we've proven anything, anything it's would, that we are spineless moderates. That's the title of episode 43, I think? So, I, I get it. But I also think, like I said, that's kind of where I, I'm like, yeah, but you don't have to associate yourself with... The bad ones. The bad ones from the 1880s if you don't want to. I mean, that's yeah. my... I mean, again, maybe that's easier said than done, but, like, maybe you just distance yourself from those guys so you don't have to... You don't have to be like, hey, they weren't so bad. Those, those fellows were like me. Nah, just go with, like, actually, those guys aren't like me at all. You're right. Those guys sucked. We don't. <laughs> we don't. Don't even think about those guys. That's that's how I would go about it, but what do I, I know? I would certainly agree. What do we know? What do we know? So, no. hopefully this show doesn't cause him too much undue grief. And even if it does, we don't know the fucking guy. He's a rich author. What does he really care? Like, we've been say- well, I don't know. Actually, I don't think we said it at all on the show, but don't like any celebrities that much, eh? Yeah. Or, well, I actually said it kind of goes both ways. They're just all people, all right? That means they do some good things and some bad things. That doesn't make them... Make mo- most people... Most people good. Are, are inherently okay. And reasonable. <laughs> most people are pretty reasonable and pretty okay and, and try to be good. their lives. And they fuck up sometimes. But, like, you can't... Hold, just don't people, hold people to those standards. Don't hang your hopes on, on the people you've never author. met. <laughs> on the high fantasy author. Actors, musicians, anyone. Because they'll probably disappoint you. Because they're people. Because they don't know like, you're even watching. Again, it's just anything. For sure. Most people aren't evil or angelic. They're just one of the two. No, that's not what I meant. Nope. They're was, in the middle. The, the point is that they're neither. What I'm trying to say is that they're they're a little bit of both, if anything. Right? So you don't have to vilify everyone for their mistakes. You know, I mean, some mistakes. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, murder and the <laughs> Listen, like. there's some bad things. But then there's some less bad things that people... No, I'm going to say it. You got to... Sometimes there's nuance. As much as I hate to say it. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> what I was so horribly conveying trying to squeeze out was that sometimes nuance is the answer necessary as, as much as it pains us to say is our great war has to it won't come to an end but sometimes you gotta you gotta know when to fold them when to hold them and when to walk away yeah whatever that song's called i know that's a song the gambler whatever Ex- jack that's it well done well done there's nuance to everything there's nuance to mormonism and celebrities and all of it and Andrew Garfield wants to cross. And Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. God bless him. And there's more. And there's nuance to Doctor Strange. Dare I say it? Dare I say it? Bringing it back. And no, but not Halo. Halo sucks. <laughs> oh, there's no nuance there. I'm sure people worked hard on it, but they didn't work hard enough. We're gonna live it eh? Next time, scriptwriters. All right, we're probably done with that. We're gonna have to take out of that. I have a. I'm gonna have a. I have a Jay Science grind. We, we didn't vet you with this. You care? Play it on me, Jack. I don't know. If, uh, it might not be as interesting. My other ones listening, but we're gonna do it anyway. So. It's about a new kind of cell division they found called, let's pull, I have a, the abstract pulled up here from the article, uh, asynthetic fission in zebrafish. So basically what they observed is that usually there's two types of cell division, you know, biology, there's mitosis where all your body cells divide and they make two. Mm-hmm. And there's meiosis where your gametes form where they split four times. So they split into two and they split into four. So there's half of your genetic code in each of them. So you can make a person when you, uh, do the nasty with someone. <laughs> they observed that there was this third kind they never saw before in the zebrafish where the cell would split, but it wouldn't split the DNA. It would just make two of them, just unbeknownst. 
but they were really unstable because it just split randomly. Sometimes the DNA wouldn't go with it, or it would just not split it up. It would kind of start to break and then just make one cell again. Uh, it's only been seeing this fish, and they think it's to make it grow faster. So it's like temporary growth. So when it splits like that, it'll make a bunch of them, and then it'll have all that space, and then they'll disappear, and then the real cell division will happen, and they'll make up for lost time. And so the idea is, is that they go, hey, uh, who are these scientists? I think they're out of, I believe, out of China. Uh, it's Ket Ying Chan and a bunch of other names that aren't English, but good on them. Uh, it's in Nature, and it was published like a week ago. So it's like this is the cutting edge, uh, and they're really the the point of their data. What they think can you know further on is that because zebrafish do it, they can maybe replicate in other vertebrates and possibly even humans. But uh, obviously, the research is fucking very very new. What okay on the extreme speculate wildly irresponsibly for me here, Jack. What, oh, what could we do with it? Probably make people. I think probably <laughs> like grow them. Uh, ground up probably do or some flash cloning like halo flash cloning basically maybe. how does it relate to various science fiction properties that we can we could probably do a blade runner maybe oh bla- we'll do a blade runner a blade runner i don't know if it even relates <laughs> probably grow limbs i think because do it, a west world probably a west world we're talking about that next week probably <laughs> now probably maybe limbs i think because it would make i'd love that it'd make a little bit of the scales you needed i feel like we should be close to that shouldn't we uh, probably I mean, last year they were making uh, monkey-human embryo hybrids. Wait, what? That's a real thing. Well, that's not... They made an ape-human <laughs> embryo hybrid. Th- I don't need that. Well, that's not, hey, you got a double science corner. Don't listeners. make any human-monkey hybrids. Well, they're just doing it for fun. How do we go from growing back human arms to that? See, Humans if I've learned anything, they... Lizards. We should all be lizards, because then our arms grow back, right? Um, not... <laughs> yes, but no. Yeah, but have you seen The Amazing Spider-Man? I have. We should all turn into lizards. Right, and I, I saw that when they CGI'd that lizard in only because that actor didn't want to return for a billion dollars for some reason. And he uh, likes lizards. He's he a likes, fan of lizards. Yeah, he's like, Max, I can give you a makeover, and I'll turn you into a lizard. <laughs> turn you into a lizard. That's no, They love growing stuff back, but even they don't. No, it's not good, though, because it uses a lot of energy, and it usually makes them not have sex. The females are like, you lost your tail, you're cringe, they don't have sex. It's not as good, right? No, it's it's like a nub. Well, and they can't do actual limbs. It's just tail. It's just a tail. Somehow we've extrapolated it in pop culture to be like, if you can grow back your tail, you can grow back your arm. It's like, oh, no, arms are more complicated. Much more complicated. And the 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 tail tail becomes much worse. It's It's just like a fleshy nub. There's not, the bones aren't, I don't know, does it have bone? I don't know what a tail, the anatomy of a. uh, The the bones do, there are bones in there, um, but they end at a certain point. So there's like a lot of points. There's like um, certain break points in lizards. Uh It really depends on the lizard, but some of them can have like three break points. So, like, depending on where your tail breaks, you can have multiple. So, like, there's if you're like, it's like the like basically top, middle, end. So, if you get hit right in the end and the whole tail comes off, you're gonna grow like half a nub, yeah, and you're fucked for the rest of your life. You you can never lose your tail again. You can it's like a one shot. But if you lose the top, you, a little bit of it falls off. You grow a little bit back, and you get two more chances maybe. So it really is up to the lizard. See now, starfish. That's where we need to be direct on our energy, right? Because they really do be growing. You back just can, from... you can cut all of it off, and they'll all grow back. You make like somehow you've made five starfish. You've made so five. You've got six starfish. In How the hell does that work? Well, because they're so simple. Are those different? Are they clones? Is that cloning? Kinda. Are they, do they have the same DNA? Are they different? I don't no, know. Because they're coming from the same source. That's pretty neat. Pretty neat. That's where we need to be looking. I gotta be a starfish. We gotta do Star of the Conqueror. You're saying that's what I'm saying. Yeah, man, we're so good at connections, science, and segues, and science. Yeah. It all, it all, it's all circular, isn't it? Time, I mean, time is a face on the water, and so is starfish cloning. Oh, yeah, that's good. 
I mean, they love it in sci-fi being able to... Although, I guess a lot of sci-fi... You either go two ways in sci-fi, right? It's either the grow back your arm with science or... or robot. R- robot. Exactly. Robot arm. But then you become a Darth Vader where you're less human. Mm-hmm. And that's no good. No. Matt Reeves, why did you make the Joker less human? Because his face was fucked? That's not okay, Matt Reeves. I know this is not science corner anymore. <laughs> we did the science corner for like maybe five minutes. Maybe. Not even. Like two minutes. It's good. It's tough. It's tough growing back complex structures. Organs like that. Because there's, there's a bunch of cells. Well, your, your liver can do it, though. Your liver is regenerative. I think that's the only regenerative part of the human body. Is well, because the they can kind of do that with a liver, right? Take a chunk of it and like grow well, yeah, it Yeah, you can take up to 20. You can take up to 75% of your liver and it'll grow back. That is kind of like flash cloning, eh? I guess in a broad sense, we should well, like if we can get to the point where like they can chop out twenty percent of it, and then in like some kind of you know artificial scenario, grow it into a full liver for me. So I just got a replacement liver on deck. Yeah, that's true. I, I just thought... do that repeatedly so that I just got like a box of liver. <laughs> it's just I got my my subscription box of. But livers. it's my liver, so there's no worry about. Honestly, like, I'd order. Is other... it gonna take? Can I order know? other people's livers? Like, could I get Johnny Depp's liver? I don't think you want Johnny Depp's liver. <laughs> I want Ozzy Osbourne's liver. For see science. what you mean. Just to I get see what you're it. saying because it's like it's clearly very resilient. Yeah, but right. it's been it's it's got a lot of miles on it at this point. Apparently, so you want to fresh... study his brain because he has a non-addictive personality. Yeah. You but... want a fresh you want a fresh copy of his liver. That's true. Right that would, off the press. Because if you could take if you could take half as much as he's done in his life, then you're you're. Eating. I'd want to collect like athletes' liver. Like I'd collect the liver of Shaq. Think of how big that liver would be. It wouldn't fit in you. What dude. what happened to the science corner? What the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> We really I don't know the clownfish. What else we got about the clownfish? It was a clownfish. No. What kind of fish were they? It was a zebrafish. <laughs> zebra. F- I was close, man. You got to give that. <laughs> no. Is the, is the zebrafish in Nemo? Is he Gil? No. He looks kind of like a zebra. No, the zebrafish is like thin and long, not like Gil. It's not like a tropical fish. Man, it's always fish. Yeah. Aquatic life has so much weird shit going on. Well, yeah, because it's the easiest. Because you don't have to do bones. Yeah, because they're all. They're, no, but they're fish have funny. bones. Is a zebrafish not a real fish? No, no. They well, no. Not all fish have bones, to be clear. Not all fish? Not all f- not, hashtag not all fish. Fuck, man. The, the, there's just the osteo According to who, though? But, Jack, Us. you know what I'm going to no, say. No, if you say it, I will end the show. Today. I'll end the show. You kind of just made that up, though. I didn't ask What you. means they have bones or not? Who's to say if they have bones? The fact that they're made of uh, calcium. The fact that we define bones. Like, sharks are fish, but they don't have bones. They have bones. They don't have the same kind of bones. But the boneless That's fish. a good point. Or sharks are fish, and they have, like, cartilage sometimes. Yeah. All the time. They're all cartilage. All sharks are all cartilage all the time? All the time, baby. Huh. They got spongy. They're like spongy. I'm going like to Google zebrafish real quick. Okay. Get a look at them. Oh, He's... yeah. It's kind of long, but it's not like that. It's not a big fish. It's just kind of... I thought... Yeah, I was thinking almost like an eel. Yeah, it's a little tiny looking guy. Yeah. I think that I think why it works, I'm going to strap a little bit, is because it's so tiny. Um, Because tiny animals like that, obviously, you don't have a lot of cells, so you can not mess up. But bigger animals, obviously, you have more chance to get cancer because you just have more cells. That's really what it comes. That always comes down well, to, it's right? The, it's the paradox of it because it's always cancer. It's always cancer. That's the that's the anytime you're dealing with cell division, there's always that chance. But so like it's good stuff. What, 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 bring it back to to one there. What are these cells called again? Refresh your listeners. Uh, it's ace. Oh, I fucking closed the tab. Oh goodness. Hold on, I'll pull it up. Yeah, it's uh, asynthetic fission. Uh, expand the body surface. So. Yeah. So they believe it can occur in other contexts, but as I said, that is only. It's only like a week old or two weeks old. So yeah. So this, this is, if you want to read it, any listener wants to read this, this is in nature. You're going to have to pay for it. But if you go to scihub.net or something, I believe that's the website, and you put in the DIO link, which is on the citation, if you go to the citation, if you find it, uh, you can get it for free. 
probably, because that's how that website works. And I use it all the time for papers. That's nice. Scientific journals are awful, and they don't pay the scientists, because capitalism. Great. You love to see it. I love to see it. So, you think we've rambled insanely enough? I don't know. We've got, we were going off the rails a little couple, a little bit this episode, I think. We got a couple. So, can we grow people or not? That's really what it comes down to. Uh, I think maybe we could eventually. But I don't think we'd use a zebrafish. I think zebrafish would be See, existing cells. Cause China, they, right, as a state, pretty shifty, right? They're definitely grown people. They might already, for all we know, this is something they cracked years ago, and they're just trickling it out to us now, but they've been growing there like superhumans already, because China's kind of shifty, right? As kinda a state. Shifty. As a state actor, they're not great. No. On the world stage. They're not cool to them. They're not cool to their other, their people. They don't like to Other bet. people, the rest of the world. Not swell. So, if anyone was going to use it to make like... If anyone who had, the, it's like the perfect storm of like the, the manpower, of, the manpower and like the, the covertness and the, and the like lack of morals probably them. to be growing supermen. Can't believe we're going to alienate all of China from our audience. I don't know if we're allowed. I don't think we're allowed either. Surely we're not allowed from the jump. I don't think we were allowed there. No, we have too many bright colors. <laughs> oh man. We got blue in there. It goes, no blue. It probably, probably as soon as we clicked explicit on the, and <laughs> they were like, no, no, they said, fuck. No, no, thanks. Also, we don't. We aren't speaking like Mandarin right now. I'll figure it out. Or Cantonese or anything. I mean, not that there's Chinese people who can speak English, of course. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. But they might they might gravitate towards... Maybe they'll play our show in like, English classes to learn. Imagine. A bunch of people talking like us. English? Like in England? Yeah. Where else would they... What? But like, what do you mean? I mean like in English class. So that, so that like English could be like, ah, oh, these stupid Americans. No, I mean like... Look how deep being, they fall. Like they're being taught English in China. Oh, I see what you're saying. In the China. F- I got what, what you What are mean. you talking about? I don't know, man. So we don't record at 2 a.m., lunatic. <laughs> well, in my, England. That's my bad. I see what you're saying. That's very funny. No, that's good, Jack. Anyone who tried to learn English from this show, have a bad time. They'd, they'd, they'd speak like insane men. We yeah. speak like insane men. They'd probably speak even like even more. Because they wouldn't get all the references. Yeah, because we already speak like no men really should in real life. <laughs> so then <laughs> when, you take, people. when you even remove like another degree from that, yeah, it would be bad. It'd be bad. Because they wouldn't get all the words. They probably wouldn't get the references. Because we make a lot of references to stuff. Yeah. They definitely haven't read The Dark Tower. Maybe I, they I, have. Yeah. It's a good 20% of the anything we say on here is kind of a reference to something else that just we don't elaborate on. Yeah, refuse to elaborate. Refuse to elaborate. And even we don't even know what the other person is referring to sometimes. sometimes yeah, often. I go, Mostly you, because you haven't seen anything. I've seen plenty of... Now, hold on. I had to get one. In. Now, All see right. here. Let's James Bond is very good. And we're going to wrap it up here. Yeah, you thought. You're not going to slip that in for me. Not when I'm editing. So we're going to wrap up this here. I'm sorry if the end of this episode is incoherent uh, and you didn't like it, but... I doubt it's much different than normal. Yeah, I, I mean, if you're on, we're almost what a year in. We're doing, so we're also, we're, you know what? We're bringing it up right now. A one year's coming up, and we're gonna do something special. We're probably gonna should I say? Oh, fuck it. We're gonna probably do a commentary for Infinity War because it's a, just a movie. Why not? We like the movie a lot. We've seen it a dozen times between. A, I mean, I've seen it like ten. Oh, I've seen it a lot, of and times. you've seen it probably even more than I have. I, my, it's my favorite movie. So we're gonna do a co- commentary, which requires no editing. So it's going to be a real easy episode to come out. We'll probably do it on the date, probably the 22nd. We haven't really talked about it, but I'm doing the podcast code. Mm-hmm. It's in stone. Yeah. So if you're into that, listener, tell us. And if you're not, shut up. Still listen to it. <laughs> but don't tell us you don't we'll like it. We'll probably just release it on the same feed, I would think. Oh, I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd, I don't, I don't know think why we're we going to expand into any other like things for that. So. No, especially we don't have a big enough audience to really like. Yeah, but it's just, be- it's just something fun that we yeah. wanted to do. Like a special one year anniversary episode, 53 probably, or 
It'd be 54 based on the something that is not so. actually going to take that much effort out of us, but it's yeah. just a little something fun to do. So fun thing. So we're going to be doing that. And I think we're going to wrap it up right here. As always, thanks so much for listening and sitting through our ramblings. We really appreciate you. And always tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your families, tell strangers to follow us on Twitter at Akatech Jazz, that's J-A-Z, or on Instagram at The Akatech Podcast, or, and then, or email us at akatechjazz.gmail.com with anything you want to say to us. Preferably not racist or slurs. We don't want that in our inbox. No, don't. No, don't. Where'd that come from? I don't know. I'm vamping here. It's 2 a.m. This is what you get, man. I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> Email us nice things like suggestions, comments, anything you want. Anyway, listen to us wherever you find podcasts, Podbean, Instagram, not Instagram, Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, you know the drill. Logo is on my friend of the show, Jeffrey Gonzalez. You can always find him at inkocean.jpg on Instagram or at Redbubble. Our intro is done by, the, uh, by friend of the show, Celery Salt. We do have an update. Ah, uh, yes. The most permanent and effective no, no, he medium saved of it. communication. I hope did. he saved it. Fuck. No, he did, he did, he did. For conveying important, you know, business information. Of course. Uh, So, album probably coming out July 1st, so not June. Oh, no. Bit of a pushback. You've misled them all this time. Well, whatever. I don't really care. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, check it out. Uh, He'll have more... As it you know, as it develops, obviously we've got another month and a half before oh, it comes this out. Is, this is oh my god, what a blow! Would you quit your belly aching? I'm this trying to get through this. This is crazy. This my is... world is reeling, Jack. <laughs> the very foundations upon which I'm my crying. life was built. I, you know, when I found out, I was crying and throwing up too. <laughs> it's June, Jack. That was all you said. You said June album coming in June. It's How ju- many times did you July repeat 1st. that? It's pretty close. So, you know. but it's not, Jack. Close only counts and hand grenades and horseshoes. Yeah? Maybe this album will be called Hand Grenades, so it'll oh, be a loophole. Gosh. So July first, look out for it. We'll probably have more details on when it's com- where it's coming out, and maybe we'll have exclusives on it. I don't know. So yeah, be ready for that and check it out. And as always, we wrote it, we produced it, we built all the sets. Say goodnight to the people, Zach. I, I feel like it hasn't been, but good night. <laughs> good night and Godspeed. <laughs>